everybody. How are you doing? Ah, uh, yes. The sound of a fresh new podcast that is known as Weekly Game Chat. What up? My name is Sean. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Who else is here? Let's see. Let's play the who's here game. Uh, well, turns out we have a full room, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, rocking a red shirt with a G on it. John, uh, your name's not spelled with a G. It's a J. I just wanted to let you, you know that. You are not John Goodman. <laughs> but John, good to see you, my friend. Happy uh, happy recording day. It is a Tuesday, but it's a Wednesday at the same time. It's crazy how that bees. You know yeah, I think this is a just just a, this is a this might be um what's that Bahama Tommy those Bahama old man, Tommy Bahama those old man shirts. Yeah. This is. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> just thought I would finally look the part. That's what's up. I love it. And then you heard him speak already, the uh the tinkerer himself, the tinkerer of audio and production, the man, the greatest goat of all time. Brought that back for you one time, Chris. What's up? How you doing, buddy? This will be an interesting episode for me. Why you say that? As you said, tinkering. There's there's a lot of tinkering going on this week. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've you've done some things and yeah stuff. It's, it's that's fun. why. What, what a, with the uh, recording software, I was well, like, Chris, on just, behalf of everybody, I, I just want to thank you for not screwing it up this week. I really tried well, not to. It was you it was say a lot that, of work. John, and I want you to notice that something has happened again. Something's already happening. What? Oh, no, you, you, no, no, no. Calm down. You're here. You're here, but you did freeze. And hmm. if we had given you, uh, our, if you'd given us a warning, we would have had our phones out and taken. Yeah, there was a little t- blip, like where I see there was like 2.3% frames drop, but yeah. it appears to be back to normal now. So, hey, I think we're, Charter, we're, hey, Charter just does maintenance on Tuesday. Hey, right? we're, we're in the intro, guys. This is the actual recording. You don't have to say those things out loud. You can wait for the break, Chris. <laughs> That's funny. Just say it. Uh, but yeah, I was going to say, you know, you're the king of tinkering, and then you tinkered. But you didn't, so it's fine. No. Um, uh, shout out to our Twitch chat. Of course, if you want to watch us there, twitch.tv backslash weekly games chat. We have turned on our at everyone notification on Discord. Look at him. Look at that boy plug two things at once. So on Tuesdays when we officially when we go live, if you're part of that Discord community, which you should be, uh, you'll get the notification that we went live. And I think the third plug would be our Twitter, which also notifies that we are here live hanging out recording a show. It's not the funnest thing to watch, but you get to see our pretty faces. You get to see John's creases. Um, you nope, get to no see Darth Vader. You get to nope. see Darth Vader behind Chris uh, and Bob's Burger. The, the the only thing he has hanging up on his wall in his house. It's the craziest thing the, ever. There's also the island from Lost. Thank you. That doesn't. That doesn't. <laughs> dude, you you painted a TARDIS and you never hung it on the wall. I used to I think have it. Was, yeah, it's 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 crazy. It bees like that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we we we're here. And then uh, while you're here, if you hit a follow button. You'll see that we plug each other, and on this channel, I think we plug our own Twitch channel, so you'll know when we go live. It's a win-win for everybody. Don't you love that? Very I true. love that, boys. <clears throat> so uh, what did you guys get into this week, uh, this past week? It's been... It's been... One week. <laughs> well, Sean, I spent, I spent a few days staring at an unopened box, deciding oh. if I wanted to keep something or not. <laughs> that's called a... Uh, that's called a... What do they call it in radio? A tease, I guess. That's a tease. I actually, I actually picked it up. I actually picked it up Friday. Yeah, nice. Uh, so, 
And then it's and then it sat on my bookshelf until Sunday night. Then I, I thought I, you picked it up Thursday night. Fun fact. No, I I, I um my wife You're <laughs> yeah. I had to do two things on my way back. Two things pick up pick up <laughs> pick up some ice cream and yeah. pick something up from that other place. And I decided I probably didn't have enough time, so I just decided I'll pick it. I'll pick the one thing up tomorrow, and then and then bring my beautiful wife some ice cream. Yeah, because nice. if you would have if you would have made the mistake of getting ice cream first, you never know what happens when you go into a game store. Yeah. Ice cream melts, and wait, what game you know store? Nobody said game store. Nobody oh. said game store, Sean. Nobody went to a game store. What are you talking about? He didn't. What happened? He didn't. What happened? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> you know where he went? Uh, I don't. I don't know where he went. Oh, we I went, do know where he went. Yeah, we went to the, the same, same place. place. Well, that's that's for a future time. Future time. Um, got drunk. Yeah, so <laughs> that was that was off the <laughs> it was off the heels of uh so last Thursday, so one day after the podcast was released for those keeping tabs at the Hizzle. Uh we um do we call it a celebration? It was it was a good time. I call, I'm calling it a celebration. I don't you know, if you guys disagree, it's on you guys, but um it was one year to the day of my wreck so we were kind of saying hey you didn't die congratulations and we had fun and unbeknownst to me uh, the wife gets a ton of points for this the wife she decided she the wife uh, she decided to go the route of uh let's get everybody that was really in the circle of making sure for the especially the initial part of getting back right and then really throughout the first year uh people that i cared about people that were involved uh, to all get us together for dinner. Uh, there were a few that didn't get to make it. Um, well, one, one person that probably would have been invited, uh, had she known you, you guys, I think would agree is our friend of the show, former, uh, know it all for world of Warcraft, Josh, Josh Dalton. Yeah. Um, he would have totally been there or at least the invite would have been there and he would have mm-hmm. showed up all like late because that's the joke. Uh, <laughs> he, showed up, he just showed up on Friday. Yeah. I love doing that when he's not here to defend himself. Or do a nice little, you know, whip like he does a quip. He's really spot on on those. Uh, and of so course, uh, Sean, I, I want to say I, I enjoyed getting to know a little bit better some of the weird people that are in your inner circle. <laughs> yeah, you're you're do, one of them. I do have an observation about um, your stepdaughter and her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. I noticed he was wearing an Alabama shirt. Yes. Is she in fact an Auburn fan? She's, she is an Auburn fan. I know she goes it, there, but yes, you know. yes, both. So, so yeah, this is like but a tradition. It's, it's a th- I, I guess it's it's like she's like, "Yo, what's up?" Uh, yeah, if they do that, I'm gonna do that. Right. So, yeah, I thought you were gonna mention the height because there's a disparity there as well. He's oh, I didn't notice eight, and she's two foot nine. So that's gonna she, be fun. She's tiny. Um, but I mean, I, I, the last thing I wanted to say is I'm, I know, especially during that initial time, there were some folks that I have no idea who were there for me ordered stuff, did things, checked in, right. mm-hmm. uh, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I'm one year later and I'm, I'm told guys that my memory, uh, and, and just me in general, I've been coming back in phases. So there's possible, it's possible <laughs> that there have been some podcasts where I wasn't me, but I was sounding and talking like me, if that makes sense. That's so yeah, uh, once again, shout out to you guys for putting up with that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good time. I got a great picture and and be on the lookout uh for me sending that to you guys. Uh that picture means the world to me. So 
there fun was, times all around. There was like one requirement. I was like, we, we got to get a picture of the three of us because the only other time in the past three, like year, maybe I'm trying to think, did we ever go to lunch during the pandemic? Like all three of us, I know maybe Once. there might've been, that's right. We went to Chipotle that one day with Josh, right? That was it. That was, that it. was the only other time. And the only mm-hmm. other time I can remember before the wreck was your birthday where we did the, the thing over at your old house. Um, yeah. but yeah, besides that, like that's the first time, like I've seen John and I've seen Sean, but, but not together. Yeah. yeah. Not together. It's, it's been like this. So that was a nice, you know, treat. I was, I was really glad when your, your wife, uh, wife, put that together and messaged <laughs> me and I, I baited Sean the whole entire day. It was fun. Dude. <laughs> I, I, when I show up, I tell, I'm telling you guys, uh, so I'm hanging out in discord with my buddy, uh, Chris and my other buddy, um, we'll call him cam. And they both are like, what are you doing later? What are your plans? And I'm like, you know, Bobby wanted to go get some food. Uh, you know, it's one year today. They both acted surprised like they had no idea. Yeah. And, you know, so they, they debated me. And then all, all of a sudden I'm, I'm sitting there with all my buddies. And uh, I got to give John props because as he's getting ready to leave, you know, he comes around and he, he um, squeezes my shoulders and he's happy to see me. And the line that he says may have been the line of the night. We're still tallying that. I'm number six. I'm his sixth best friend. <laughs> and it fit, it fed into the whole, you know, thanks for having me and all that stuff. So, Oh, I, I thought you were going to say what I, the first thing I said was, had you been this drunk, you probably wouldn't have gotten as injured as you. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah. You did say that. I don't remember that, but I do now. Okay. Yeah. Apparently I got top shelf, uh, margarita pick pictures. Tequila. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't know they had tequila in them. Noob kidding sean's uh, always fun when he drinks because me yeah you're fun just because it it don't take much it don't take and i get happy yeah you know i get happy no Um, no john you're back um i'm seeing some new names in chat don't want to squirrel too much but hey good to see you huck what's up psycho and again what's up mike it's very good to see our our folks hanging out over there in the chat but uh what other than our so we record tuesday podcast comes out wednesday thursday we're having dinner um, what else did you guys get into? Um, I, I do know that the topic is based on something John and I got into. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the weekend I'm, I'm feeling like, didn't we, from my standpoint, I didn't get to do a lot because I got rained out. Um, yeah. Among other things, you know, right? <laughs> among, among other things. Yeah. So, uh, I, need what to, did, I haven't what talked you, to you about that. I need to, we'll talk about that after offline though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i, I could talk i if you want me to i, I just want to you know include any stories you got because i was gonna bring it up it's kind of a big one <laughs> sean got raided <laughs> yeah the best I got thing raided. Ever. uh so so john if you haven't heard um so i'm i'm djing and and all of a sudden i get notification that hey do you have this particular piece of identification you need know it what why would i have that why would I need that? I'm a DJ. So at about that time, uh, the the bouncers are like, never mind. Uh, all right, I'm I'm gone. So I'm just playing music. I'm in the zone. And um, so the folks that apparently come in to check these particular cards that if you work at a bar type club setting, you have to have. Um, it was unbeknownst that I needed to have one because I'm considered a musical act, right? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, the raid happens and they're checking everybody's 
stuff and they come up to me and he's like, Hey, um, you got your card? And I was like, what card? <laughs> and, and I'm playing the music and you got to understand. So I've got headphones on and anybody who's ever listened to music, I'm not even gonna say DJ and imagine somebody talking to you while you have music on yet. You, you go, huh? Especially DJing, you know, like, so yeah. 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 And, and I was going to say, bring in DJing. I'm li- I'm trying to make sure it doesn't sound like a shoe in a washing machine. Yeah. And that, it, it's not like you could be like, hold on, let me put the B playlist on and we can go have right. a 10 minute conversation, you know? So he, but he was very, very, very cool. said, you know, we're not causing any issues. We don't want any trouble. Uh, but yeah, you need to probably get one before you DJ again. And I was thinking, Oh damn. Uh, and it hit me after the fact that he, they were, they were undercover. They were either part of the ATF <laughs> or like our local vice. And it was because they have to do those sweeps from time to time yeah, to make sure people who do are doing what they're supposed to do. Well, that's when I learned um, that. Yeah. Because I'm considered the quote unquote house DJ. I have to have one. So craziest thing. Like it just doesn't, right. it does not it make sense to me. Cause I'm like, I would understand if, you know, one, you were an actual full-time employee, like 1099 right. employee. Maybe right. I could understand that. And two, even if you're like a waiter or waitress and you're bringing drinks to people, but I'm like, yeah. you never once touch alcohol. So it's never. just like, it doesn't well, make I sense mean, to me. That's technically well, well, true. okay. Okay. Let me, let me <laughs> rephrase that. Um, <laughs> I have an open you never, tab, you, you don't sit there and go like, you need a drink it. buddy. Let me pour one for you. Okay. I got you. Right. Right. All right. right. Yeah, I don't serve it. But yeah, they, they were very confused. Um, but, you know, just to be legit, yeah. it went down. And I, um, yeah, I, I got approved within a day, which was apparently a really big deal. Nice. So that means I'm not wanted for like cocaine smuggling or outstanding warrants. Somewhere. So what you're saying is <laughs> when uh, when the bartender next week calls out, you're getting behind the bar. Yeah, I'll be like, let's do this. <laughs> what movie was uh, Tom Cruise in when he was cocktail? Yeah. Let's get it. <laughs> It's good times. But yeah, that happened, John. And I didn't think about it. The night you saw me Thursday, I had no idea coming up Friday that I was going to get raided. Mm. Um, but not like a good Twitch raid where viewers from another channel come in. This was totally not that. Well, you should have put the cop on on YouTube. You should have put a camera pulled on Pulled my phone said, out and been I like, said, Yo, I'm, I'm sorry, do you suspect me of committing a crime? Then you can't <laughs> ask for my ID. Well, he didn't ask for regular ID. Uh, and he was a, I'm telling you now he was cool. Like yeah. he didn't, he could have like, like Chris brought up when they do those things, they don't have to give you warnings because you're no. supposed to have your cards yeah. up to date and on you and all that stuff. It's, it's he, like, and it, huh? I don't think they would arrest you for something like that, but they could easily just find, like, Hey, okay. You're giving me sass. Here's a $300 fine to you. And here's a thousand dollar fine for the business, you know? And, and by, by the way, way you need to shut down. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so he apparently, yeah, I was allowed to keep going, which they relayed that to, I guess, other people. And uh, so it was, yeah, don't come back till you get your card. <laughs> <laughs> what they end up doing Saturday night? Just, uh, I don't know. Huh. Uh, I, and I, oh, that's a whole nother story. Oh, so it wasn't supposed okay. to rain all day. Oh, yeah, there was that. And yeah. I'm starting to see that clouds are moving in, John. And I'm like, I left my stuff overnight because at the end of the night, I didn't know about needing a card. And then I thought it was going to be bright and sunny. Well, at about an hour before I got there, a pocket of rain just over the bar. It's, it's outdoors rained on my gear, which is in bags. Well, that's good. And it was under tables, but tables apparently leak. And apparently rain doesn't just come straight down. 
So I haven't even tried to turn them on yet. That's probably so the we'll right call. How, just yeah, get just like let it dry up. Get forty pounds of rice and uh, <laughs> just just get rice bags. It works for cell phones, you know. It'll work for subwoofers. Any it's any fine. electronics, it works. Um, <laughs> what I do? Well, that's fine. Yeah, uh, because I thought the I was I went to go see a band Saturday night, and I thought it was going to rain out, but then it didn't. And it was a good show, and I had a fun time. Yeah. I drove by, as a matter of fact, picking up my gear, and I pointed. And I was like, "That's where Chris is going to be tonight." To mm. to Bobby, and I was like, "There's a band that's supposedly pretty good." Yeah, they were they were quite entertaining. There was there was like a a duo, and it was one of those things. They were like from Oklahoma, and I was like, "Okay, you know, I see musicians play up there all the time. Most of them were local, right?" Yeah, yeah. But like that was one of those instances. As I was just sitting there drinking and watching, I was like. Oh, okay. You guys are real musicians. Okay. You know what you're doing. You know, <laughs> like I could tell that in, they were like, yeah, we were in making last night. I was like, yes, yes. I can tell this. This is what you do for your life. You tour the country, <laughs> going to random bars and playing a show, you know, so that, that seems fun. fun. That mm-hmm. seems fun. I, I've in my little journey, I've gotten to talk to musicians and they don't make a ton of money No, no. until they, until they make a ton of money. If you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Love hard work. So, yeah. Yeah. You guys catch anything on uh, Netflix or anything like that this week? I'm trying to think. Um, no, the only thing I've been watching is basketball, really. Um, and Well, I watched yeah. Loki. I didn't really love this week, but that's fine. Yeah, uh, real quick on Loki. Supposedly, it's the, the mid-season finale or mid-season show, not finale, because it's only six episodes, and we're at three. Wait, isn't this the fourth episode this week? Have you already watched? It's Tuesday. How'd you already watch this week's? No, because the first one was the one. Where if I'm on week first off, it's there. because I don't know what day it is or who I am. How are you doing? My name's Sean. The second one was the reveal at the end when they went on assignment, right. and then there was this last week. So this has got to be episode four this week. I can count. I feel like I just passed out and woke back up. We haven't watched this week's yet. Per per chat. Uh, Psycho Retro says tomorrow will be four. Tomorrow's four, right? So when we watch the previous one, if there's only six episodes, so that was the mid season. Oh, I guess yeah. This past week, yeah. Okay. I yeah, that's only, that's. There's only six episodes. See, yeah. you're not the only person that is just the BBC. I don't know. God, actually, yeah, the one I'm thing like, you know what the one thing I did watch and I want to shout out, uh, Letter Kenny. I finished up that and I'm up to date. If you've never seen Letter Kenny, John, you would like Letter Kenny. It's a, uh, it's a. Are you sick- saying Letter Kenny or Leonard yes, Kenny? Letter Kenny. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a show. It's a sitcom show, right? It's on Hulu. Yeah. And yeah. it's about this Canadian town called Letter Kenny. And for the most part, it's just it's you have your Hicks, the rednecks. You have uh, Skids, who are drug users. You have your hockey players, eh? Uh, it's just them being in this town and their ability to use word it like, cause that's 90% of it. It's just them riffing off each other on wordplay is some of the yeah. best stuff you will, you will watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and John, it, uh, knowing how you feel about parks and rec, especially, um, and some that of the word stuff. dialogue that's in there, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think honestly, like Jeff was the one who recommended this to me and it took me a little bit to get in because the dialogue is so kind of foreign, but once you do get in there, Man, there are just some really good scenes. Uh, and the best part is like every season is only about six or seven episodes. So to watch a season of a sitcom is like half a day. 
you know, uh, but I can't wait to see up uh, oh, in there. Huck, Huck's MS just brought up to be far, which is one of the things they do, <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, that was the one thing now that I'm thinking about it. I did uh, dive into, I got caught up on that show. Have you, um, have you got into, uh, it's on Netflix. It's called, this is pop. Yes. That, I did watch that too. With the Isn't T-Pain. that good? Yes. The T-Pain one was awesome. Yeah, it was if you listeners, if you like music at all and documentaries, uh, it's fantastic. It go it goes all over the place on how things have been influenced in pop as we know it, if you will. Uh there's a country episode, there's an episode about T Pain and Auto Tune, there's an episode about Sweden festivals uh, and its influence. Um and so I've been singing Ace of Bass leading up to the show. <laughs> all that she wants and that's that's where it got stuck in got my you. head chris because okay got you um yeah so there there's there's a tie in there but yeah i only watched um, the festival one and the t-pain one because i was like those speak to me <laughs> well yeah, i i i would tell you to watch all of them um, because they, they're done really really good yeah uh, and i'm watching a i told you guys before i'm watching a, a show called black summer it's about basically a zombie-ish apocalypse nice um it's not walking dead if you're thinking walking dead uh and the more i watch it the kind of more scarier scary it gets and it also it captures the feeling that i think we all would feel during an apocalypse if most people we know died or went away and it's a feeling of like aloneness and scared and how little things would would scare the f out of you so there's that john what's it called again it's called Black Summer. There's two episodes or two, sorry, seasons, not episodes. Oh, gotcha. I should watch that. that yeah, I think good. put it on your list. It's it it starts off. You you know how, um, do, think way back to when Walking Dead starts and it's the it's it's Atlanta and it's Rick's right on his horse and all that stuff, right? Coral. You remember those first few episodes? How once you started, you couldn't put it down. I got to tell you that when I watch these and the way it happens, it kind of does a thing where it shows you character A. Something happens, B happens, C happens, and then you got to figure out how are they all tied. And it's it's really, it's really unique. And I, I I didn't watch the first season, and I don't know how I found the the algorithm found me, but it found me. So there it is, <laughs> there, there it is, is, boys. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Chris, briefly, sports. Uh, who you got in the NBA Finals? Um, I mean, who you think's gonna win? I think at this point the Bucks are pulling away just because Trey Young is hurt and honestly Giannis is and, and I mean Chris Middleton too to an extent. They look like beasts right now, so uh I don't see how the Hawks can overcome that. Uh I feel like the Suns are gonna pull out, but man, the way right. the Clippers have been, I don't wanna count them out yet. I mean, PG three hung forty last night. Forty, yeah. And if if <laughs> if uh Kawhi happens to come back. I don't think that's happening. I don't, I don't either, done. but let's just say something happens where he comes yeah. back. The whole series has changed. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy, but uh, that's enough basketball because we'll lose John. And yeah, um, congratulations. I got to say this. Um, congratulations to England for beating Germany today. Harry Kane. And the Euros. Harry Kane. That's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, there might be some confusion because Harry Kane's my favorite player. And I say that over and over on this episode. Uh, but apparently you hate him now. Apparently he's my most hated player now. I'm just saying jokes, jokes, jokes. Um, we're looking good on time, Chris, on the intro. Probably about because that is what this is about. We're about here. You think? Yeah. 
We're about we're about to bust if we keep going. Probably. I just say that word anytime I can because John will smile. Oh, Aiden taught me a new word today. What's, What's that? that? Bussin. <laughs> yeah. Like bussin what, tables. What's, what's bussin a sag? <laughs> no, this 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 uh this this hamburger helper is bussin. <laughs> oh, so that's that's a new word they're using for for like good. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea what it is, and I don't know that he had a good handle on what it was, but he, you know, liked how it sounded. Well, you know what we're gonna start saying whenever we want to. This game is bussing. This game is bussing, yo. <laughs> All right, boys. If you guys are ready, our audience may be ready to hear the topic. Stand by. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. We have made it to the topic time land of topic timeness. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, whether you, you followed the entire intro and heard all of that stuff we did this past week, or if you just, you know, took your finger and slid across to the topic time we told you about in the description, welcome. And I will stop talking now so Chris can introduce this week's topic. This ought to be interesting. About to see if this works or not. See if Chris can't screw this up. New new processes of tinkering. But uh, the topic is... John and Sean got Xbox Series S's! <laughs> we got a wiggle. We got a wiggle, John. He put a little bit of stank on that one. So, uh, <laughs> so that's what's up. Yeah, it happened. Oh, and do we have regerts? <laughs> tons Basically, of regrets no. there it is there do we show them now do we show them for a back behind the scenes exclusive um there it is there it is they're tiny <laughs> mine's all connected and stuff but yeah so john that's what uh that was i mean i can pick up mine if you guys want but... yeah, but, yeah but yours is different and bigger what <laughs> it's because it, wait <laughs> yeah it's because yeah but um so yeah, so as the story goes, John, so John called me first of all, I was called, worried. You called me into getting one. Okay, yeah, story. well, yeah, I was worried that you wouldn't like it, and it would be all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so let's set this up, John. So, do you want to say what you'd said to me, and then how I reacted, or do you want me to do it? How do you want to do it? What did I ask? Hold on. What did I ask? We, you? we were hanging out one day, just kind of like this, but not streaming, or we we're just hanging, and you brought up the point that right now right so i came to you i think it was between between episodes or something we were we were chatting on discord regardless but i said to it it seemed to me that um and sean you're the one who might have pointed this out to me i don't know but they started to the xbox series s started to really show up a lot more yeah in fact i checked this morning and they were on they were available on amazon they had 16 Hmm. and they they are they are going away much slower and so they were, they had them available on Amazon for a while. They had them available on Best Buy. They had them available at Target. So it just seems like the Xbox Series S is becoming more prevalently, prevalently, that's not a word probably, available for public consumption. Um, so I started thinking about it um, to, the, uh, to, the mo- to the lovingly mocking 
of my wife. Your wife. To rationalize all this stuff. But I thought, hey, you know, I could get this and then trade in my one X, get $200, hold that over. And then when the Series X comes out, I can trade in the S and get, I don't know, maybe 150 you know, maybe something like that, and then trade it in and get $350 towards an Xbox Series X. Nice. Now, my wife, your wife, thought, thought probably rightly so that that was the dumbest thing she'd ever heard in her entire life. Um, but it made sense to me, the gamer, and Sean, I think it made sense to you too. It still makes sense to me. <laughs> it clearly does, because we have them. <laughs> so yeah, we we have them. I I I ordered mine because it it turned out that it was the the numbers were narrowing down availability wise at Target, so I just bought it. I was like, well, you know, I haven't picked it up yet. I might just change my mind. I don't know. And between the time I bought it to the to to the following Sunday when I opened it, I've been I was reading tons of stuff, reviews, YouTube videos, articles, all kinds of stuff about the pluses, the minuses of do I really want this thing? So that's kind of my story. And I, and I think my rationale, my trading, trading in rationale for this, I think made sense to you. <laughs> it, well, well, yeah, it did. When you said it, it stuck. I don't remember if it was pre-show, post-show, or just an in-between hang, whatever it was, it stuck. And it didn't go away. Obviously, that's why I used the word stuck. So uh, the next day we're at work. I know this much. And um, a friend of mine, uh, during the day, this is what prompted me to remember all of the things. He uh, he sent me a text about how GameStop was going to go live with a special um, ordering for their pro members on Series Xs. So uh, I go, okay, and it's supposed to be at a certain time. I log in, but during the pandemic, I let my my uh, pro membership go away because I'm like, I'm not going in the building. I'm like, I'm what do I need it for? The magazines. <laughs> uh, get other magazines now you know uh so i went crap and i was like do i need to sign up for this just to have the chance to get a series x like really do i need to do all this i didn't so i ended up going to microsoft.com which is xbox.com i mean i think that's where i went now you can always see availability you can see all the retailers and you can either see if they have stock on hand or if they have all access stuff so come to find out, I'm, I'm seeing that a couple of places at about the same time as GameStop was having all access. Well, um, I got I got declined for all access, and it was because we bought a car recently. And apparently, when they buy like really recent, and when you buy a car, they run a lot of uh, whatever those things are called. So this bank over the little whatever amount of money they're going to finance you, they don't like that at all. And yes, we have it's. It's what's funny is if you went in and, and bought another car, you'd probably get accepted. Oh, instantly approved. Yeah, it's no worries. <laughs> they can they see what it was for. Like it it that it, like John. I, I mean, I I my we're fine. Like there was no reason I wasn't gonna be able to pay the thirty dollars a month for this thing. Mm -hmm. And and so I was I went and told the wife I was like, well, listen, I did that. And she was like, I'm glad it didn't go through. If I'm being honest, because uh, I was gonna be real mad. She's like real country. And so she was going to be real <laughs> mad if two years I had to, and I was like, well, but I, I, I would have got all access and I would have got, you know, ultimate games pass. She's like, what? And paid like, it off in three months. I was like, I'm, I'm losing you. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, she goes, well, don't they just have them in stock somewhere? And I was like, well, <clears throat> all right. And so I thought, how can I explain to her what the difference between a X and an S is? Because <laughs> guys, 
and, and some some girls, ladies that are listening, if your significant other does not care at all about video games, you have to think wisely past these things. <laughs> you have to. You have to think, all right, in one sentence, how can I say what this is so I don't lose her? Hmm. Anyway, I, I some kind of way she let me say John's plan to her. And she went, <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> And I heard her over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, John, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're getting $200 for your Xbox one X mm-hmm. and I mean, yeah, what you're saying, you'll probably get about hundred. What's I think that's probably fair. 150. Cause I would imagine if you trade in a switch right now, it's probably about that. Right. So yeah, if yeah, we say that. those are comparable, it's not really that much of a difference. Different. Like, especially if you, take the fact that there's going to be probably some considerable time in between before. Yeah. 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 You know, I think it, I think it does work out where, yeah, maybe like, the, maybe you end up paying on this. <laughs> maybe you end up paying like five forty instead of four ninety nine. you know, total or something. I, I don't know. Um, but I think, I think it works out. Well, the, and the, and the, the reason this works out, if for some of you are going to wait, you're going to buy another console just to spend more money to buy another console. Yes, but in the interim, we get next-gen gaming. A fraction of what the PS5 and the Series X gives you, but the selling point for John and I both, if anybody is out there in our same you know shoes, uh, we have 2K monitors. We don't have a 4K monitor. This particular console happens to really shine and advertises that it has games, and this is it can natively do 2K stuff. Now, every game yeah. is not that. So it's very important to point that out. That's yeah, a selling the, feature, and that's most of the time. The PS5 <laughs> still doesn't even nice. apparently understand what 2K is. It just thinks 2K yeah, makes sucks. basketball, and that's it. You know, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, wait, what's that resolution? Um, so, yeah, PS5 gives you uh, 1080p and uh, 4K. Yeah. <laughs> it skipped the whole 1440p. So thanks a lot, guys. Uh, you're the reason I bought an Xbox, if we're being honest. Yeah. But no. Um so yeah, that's the story of how it happened. The day of, um, I getting back to that, I told I called John and said I pushed the button. I think I sent you a screenshot, maybe, of the thing. I can't remember exactly. Yep. Or I took a pic. Yeah, and within that same day, Target, I was able to go to the the pickup thing, and the, and the I see the girl come out with it. It's not in a bag at all. I'm I'm waiting in the car, and my little Target pickup app says was delay. She comes out. She goes, "I'm so sorry. It took a minute. They didn't have this thing pulled." It's like, well, they, they it's here now, so no worries. And she was like sweating. She's like, I couldn't find a bag. I was worried. I was, ah, you, you're fine, honey. I'm here. You just hand it. Just give me the thing. It's in the box. Give it to me now. <laughs> and so then you what I love. <laughs> what I love about doing things with John when it comes to video game stuff, he like we're we'll real quick squirrel when we do things with Chris <clears throat> that we enjoy, like you know, Funko Pops. Chris breaks your heart because he immediately rips the box open in front of you and throws it away in the trash can that people throw their Chipotle like burrito trash in. And that's fine. Fair. So, but John, he gets excited. He's like, hey, are you going to open that thing? I want to watch. You know, there's like this camaraderie about stuff. Um, John got excited on our last story when we went over to, uh, what was it, a GameStop in Auburn. What were we buying, John? Cause we call oh, you, I went with you to go hunt down an Xbox one X white, the yes. white one. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> is this when you bring up all the dirty liar again? 
Yes. <laughs> what is it? The guy said, uh, are you the guy that called ahead? Uh, yeah, and you I, said, yep. I sure am. <laughs> and you walked out. I mean, technically it's all fair game. Well, I but did call. You walked out with a with a Xbox One X that was probably meant for somebody else. You know, and I've, I've been, been the recipient working and waiting for the last four months for this one thing. And some I, the way, if you call in to see if they got one, you don't just go, "Hey, do you got one?" You go, "I'm on the way. Can you put my name on it?" Mm-hmm. If I'm not there in X amount of time, fair game. So yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you know, sack up when you do that. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, I, people like Sean and John will come in and swoop it. And I walked out with the only copy of Astral Chain. Yeah, which ended up being, I think, one of your goatees, right? Yeah. It's my yeah, favorite so. games case. I know that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All that whole story tied in together. So, yeah. So, uh, we were hanging out in Discord, and I opened it. And John, you know, he had, he had been doing a lot of research, like he said. <clears> and he's like, how big is it? And I was like, uh, yeah. are we still talking about the Series <laughs> S or what, John? And uh, yeah, it's the thing is not guys for a visual perspective. You may not have been out, uh, and and uh, if you're looking I mean, at pictures online and stuff, it's not a big console. I mean, yeah, like I w- I would imagine with you guys, where the only next gen console at this point you'd really seen uh, PS5. was yeah was a PS5. Like for me, I could see a nine day from my PS5 just to the Series X, right? Like yeah, they one takes up a shelf on my. <laughs> on my uh, entertainment system the other is like in between yep. that shelf and you know I, I see the difference there it's just a little bit thicker uh but you know looking at that little thing compared to a ps5 is it's so amazing that you can get that performance out of something that small already right because we're just we're used to you get that eventually right whether you're talking about back in the 360 uh or uh you know, PS2 era, right? Everyone remembers when the PS2 Slim came out, just how smaller it was from the original. But to have that on day one, I mean, I guess outside of the Switch, which is, of course, a very unique thing, you don't usually get that. Yeah. On day right. one. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a there's a bunch of selling points, and, and I see your question. Uh, we have a question in chat that I'm pretty sure John and I both will we'll get to and just to tease that question up basically what's your justification for getting you know a new a new console when you're in the PC gaming we'll get to that for sure cuz there are some pros and cons but um do you want to start on how, where where do you want to start John as far as like how we like it um cuz everybody can read the pros and cons on the internet on what it is uh you know and and we can highlight them i mean it it only well, costs $299 yeah it's um you know like you said you can look at a lot of people might be alarmed, but when you look at the specs of an Xbox Series X and S side by side, you know, it, it's kind of a prime example of how a lot of people really have put a lot of investment into the term teraflops. And if you look at the teraflops, <laughs> especially the show, if yeah. you look at the term, if you look at them side by side, you've got, what is it? What is it, Chris? We got 12 teraflops for the Series X. I think that's what it is. It's, it's somewhere 12. between 12 and 13. Yeah, and on the on the on the Series S, it's uh, about four, mm-hmm. but a lot of terraflops, and, and so that and and that immediately that is just blatantly like, oh, God, that's that's a that's not a lot of teraflops, but a lot of those teraflops are going into rendering 4K graphics. I mean, there's some other stuff obviously um, that go into it, but a lot of that power comes from the Xbox Series X's requirement to render in 4K. 
Um, that's not to say that's the only compromise. There are some, some more compromises, but I will say that, you know, I, I just, I just rational rationalized it as if, you know, <laughs> that's so pretty. It's a good looking box, Chris. Yeah. Chris is, is that your mom's uh, series X. Yeah. That's a beast. Yes. It's a beast. It, it is. is a beast. <clears throat> it's a beast. Huh? So I don't know. I I've, I've, um, I've been tinkering with it Sunday and Monday, and I've, I've played a wide range of games and as much, as much research as I've done with it, there are even things that kind of surprised me. I'm not going to call them buyer's remorse. I'm just going to say, huh, I didn't know that. So <clears throat> starting with, let, let's start with uh, current gym, gym games. And Sean, you can jump in and interrupt yeah, me if there's something anytime, you want to add yeah. at any time. For sure. But um, I downloaded just the first thing I thought of to download was Outriders. And so I got that going. I, I've hooked it up to my to my 2K monitor. And Chris, incidentally, for whatever reason, one of my one of my Asus monitors does the 120 frames. Um, so the my the first one I bought doesn't do it, but the one I recently got um, does do the 120 frames. So as far as so as far as games that are what you would call next next gen that they develop for next gen consoles and things like that. I got, I got a smooth, graphically beautiful game. As much as you can say, Outriders is beautiful. It's a little bit, I don't know. Yeah, it's not. It's not really artistic, but no. but it, it was beautiful in 2K and 120 frames, and it was just, it was glorious on my Series S. So that's so that's what you're getting. You're getting that experience, that next gen experience. You're getting those high frame rates with just a little bit less. Um, uh, pixel count. So that's what you're getting. So there are, there are also, um, games that, um, Xbox has, what's the term? Auto um, HDR. Pardon me? Auto HDR. Are you talking about the, uh, where they've gone back to the. They've Xbox taken a library games and, library and of- said like, Hey, we've put these algorithms to make a 30 FPS game, a 60 FPS game. Yeah. But they're calling it like, I don't know. They, they, yeah, they're they're, they're they're optimizing it for Xbox Series X and S. Yeah. So a couple of those games <clears throat> were uh, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered and Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered. So Assassin's Creed 3, I can tell you, looks beautiful. They did a really good job with the frame rates. It's it's, it's I think it's now 60 hertz um, and you can and, and they bumped it up and the performance on it is really great. With Assassin's Creed Rogue, it's a bit of a mixed bag. There's a strange glitch going on, and um, I've, I've, um, I've deleted it, and I'm going to reinstall it from the store to see if it helps because I because I moved it from my hard drive over to over to the Xbox, so that might make a change. Whenever the main character is walking around, you see this waffly shadow thing all around him, and it's a really distracting glitch. And it never goes away. I restart it. Nothing. Move to another different location on the map. Nothing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna check tonight to see if loading it, downloading it from the store onto my hard drive, um, helps. Lastly, there are games and and there are games that were optimized for Xbox One X. One of those games, and I hate it. You know, sue me. I'm an Assassin's Creed fan. One of those games on the One X was Odyssey, which is flipping beautiful on the One X. 
when I played it, when I downloaded it onto the series S what it, and, and this is, and this is an important point. This is the point that I was not quite aware of that. I really didn't take into account. The series S is not a necessarily, it's not just a downgrade from the X, but it's an upgrade from the one S. In other words, if you want to play a certain game like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it's going to render it the way it rendered it on the One S, not on the One X. So I am not getting an optimized experience the way I did on the One X with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, probably Origins, and a, and a slew of other games. So yeah, so, if they were if they were really made to run the best on the One X, and like you said, that word optimized I think is very important. That makes sense to me. I wouldn't have thought it'd be that way. Yeah, I didn't maybe think of I it. Not, I naively think, oh, these are, no, these are just the next-gen things. Any The S or the X, speaking of the series, is, are better than anything the ones had. That's the way I've been thinking. You know, yep. kind of kind of maybe mm-hmm. caveman-ish, but who knows. Um, I, I, I took a slightly different route. I downloaded yeah. games I'd been waiting to play that were sports games, that were mm-hmm. this year's sports games. Um, and I didn't want to, uh, I was going to download the Halo, you know, master chief collection i was like yeah, i don't need to do that yet uh because i'm really excited and all that but so i downloaded fifa 21 and uh mlb the show um the new one and i downloaded because chris and me are going to play together tetris connected is that what it's called connected yeah um yes. and, and it, it's i quickly like you said i've been tinkering for a few days because i picked mine up thursday i think that's when it happened yep um, and I've been tinkering with it. Um, I, I haven't got to, it sucks because one of the things Chris is, and he'll tell you right now that he loves about the new consoles is quick resume. He's nodding his head right now. He said that is single-handedly probably my favorite thing about next gen new console stuff <laughs> is what I've experienced with Xbox. Yes. Yeah. See confirmation confirmed. Um, but I've, I, I thoroughly, um, I think I've realized, and this little console has helped me realize that maybe I need a better 2K monitor, if that makes any sense. Um, but I, I was, every time I play FIFA, which I'm, I'm all in the mood for right now because the Euros are going on and everything, mm-hmm. uh, it is, um, it, it's a clear difference, at least from my memory's perspective, on previous iterations of soccer and FIFA games. Beautiful. Um, I haven't I haven't hooked up baseball yet. I tried to do things different. Nothing that I had on my, maybe it was dumb, but nothing on my One X, but strictly stuff that's like new. Because the store really is highlighting on all the games. And, and, and keep in mind, that's an important thing because this console doesn't have a disc drive, right? It's all digital. So it's kind of, John says it's been dubbed as the, you know, the Games Pass machine. And that's how they really, they're, they're like, you know, one of the things you're going to read is this thing doesn't have a big hard drive. It's only got a 500, you know, gig hard drive, which all these digital games you're downloading, you're going to be redoing them. But the intent is you got games pass. You're good to go. Just redownload them when you need to. We got cloud-based storage. You, you, all the old stuff we used to worry about, we don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I, who was it? You, John, when I got done setting up the install, I had more storage than they had been reporting on the internet. I don't know if you experienced that too. Um, I don't know if that was based on settings I chose at the time of install or what, or maybe they've made that process better. Um, I, 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 overall though, I don't, I don't have 
maybe maybe in a way where I'm just naive or ignorant, I don't have any re- regrets about it yet. Um, part of me is even thinking, if this little bad boy, um, if he decides to be pre- pretty good, I may not ever need to trade him in. You know, uh, right now the main fact is that I want, and it was the same reason I didn't start playing games on my One uh, X. I only would play the new games that I could on either PC or PS5. It's because in a way I'm I'm kind of I don't know the word to describe it, but if I know next gen is out there, I don't want to play previous gen games on. Previous you want gen the console. experience to be the best it can be. Yeah. So um, that was my hesitation in ever getting, you know, the S because I was like, well, technically the the Series X is better, but you know, it made it makes sense to me. And when something like that clicks in my brain, it happened. And so far, I'm very very happy. I mean, let's be honest. And I mentioned it when we first started talking. You get a chance to get a piece of next gen gaming, a pretty solid piece for two hundred and ninety nine dollars at launch. At launch, exactly. You, you you can't put a value on that, man. Uh, there are going to be some 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 negatives that will that you may experience from your gaming tastes, you know, like John did that you weren't aware of. Uh, but if you go into it with the research and you go, yeah, I know I'm not going to be able to put a game in. So all of my, my one X games, if I traded it in, they're useless. Um, it's got a limited hard drive, yeah. you know, but it's got an update updated controller. You know, it, it's, it's small. The footprint of it, I, it literally is sitting on my computer desk right now. I could, I promise you right now, there is no chance. Uh, what was Vince McMahon's theme music? No chance. WWE. Yeah, there's no chance that my PS5 could sit anywhere near on my uh, computer gaming desk right now at all. Yeah, I would have to treat it like a tower and set it to the side somewhere. That's it's, how big that thing is. You yeah, know? it's a struggle for me. <laughs> well, yeah. another like notable difference is uh, the, the Xbox One family was uh, the the interface was always kind of laggy, like you'd move the cursor around and sometimes it would just not. It would take a few seconds to 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 cooperate. Chris one time opined, and I think oh. the reason I think the reasoning is pretty sound. He might not remember this, but he 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 theorized that the reason that the Xbox One eventually wound up with a with a with a really slow interface is because they had to subtract Connect from it. Because yeah. when this thing was originally designed, it was designed with that with Connect in mind. When they took that away, it probably caused a little bit of problems with the interface. But I can say the 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 Series S, just like the X, they're equally snappy. You know, um, so I mean, basically, the, the next gen things you're getting with this with this S that you do get with the X is incredible loan times. I mean, there's virtually no difference between the two the two boxes. And if there are, that's by a couple of seconds. So you're getting quick load times um, on most games, um, all next gen games, but most games you're getting a really, a really snappy um, load times and you're getting a really snappy interface. Um, so the, to me, the, the, the jury's still out whether I regret <laughs> the purchase because, you know, it, it, I can I can acknowledge that this might not be a big deal to many people, many people. But the but man, Odyssey hurt. Odyssey really hurt <laughs> because I mean, it wasn't until then that I realized, 
I'm basically, and I didn't, I, I, I thought, I thought that the series it's, it's, it's the way to think about it is series S technically is the, is the daddy of one uh, S and series X is the daddy of, you know, one X or the son. I don't know, whatever. Right. But, well, it really um, hit me. It really did hit me. And, and I'm thinking about it again. Um, I'll squirrel, but I'll bring it back. You guys know how I roll, right? Mm-hmm. So recently when I purchased my truck, it hit me a few days after I purchased my truck that, oh my God, I have now purchased a vehicle that doesn't even have the option to put a compact disc into it. Everything is either Sirius XM, radio, or Apple CarPlay. And that, to me, that's a big change in like the guard, you know, like, we, I come from a generation where there were cassette tapes. We were coming off the heels of eight tracks and records and stuff like that. So it was crazy. Now I, I, it hit me with this console. Uh, if I don't have an active Games Pass, or, or I'm sorry, uh, Ultimate subscription, I can't use this system unless I've already downloaded the games. Which is, it, it's it's a weird way to look at it. You know, when I if I if I just chose not to have a subscription to Xbox. And I had my old system, and but I purchased the games. Most of them, if not all of them, I could at least play offline somewhere. Um, and and I think once I download the games and they're mine, you know, and all that stuff, I'll be fine. But it kind of was like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. Somebody got banned in chat, and I love it. Ban hammer. I, uh, I am I am a little puzzled though if they're trying to kind of position this thing as your as your Game Pass machine. Yes. Why they why they didn't include a month of free Game Pass with the purchase? That was this, a little strange to me. Because John, I don't know that, if you know this, there's a great deal right now where for the first three months you can get Games Pass for just one dollar. <laughs> right. True. But, you know, this was manufactured back yeah. in September. It would have been it would have enticed you more. Um like I did open the box and I gotta be honest, I think I may have said it out loud to John. I was like, wow, it's a very clean hmm. box. <laughs> <laughs> and and like there's no hey try games pass for 10 days or nothing like that yeah nothing like just here's your Xbox, weird here's two wires oh by the way i did get bootleg batteries for my controller uh they were duracells that did not work so yeah, that's the that one bad that i've had in my experience i actually had to pull out which i never do um my my battery pack for my one x controller yeah um, but thank God I had that, you know. I'm just but, glad um, uh, you guys are finally why are we seeing. Stumbling? What are we stumbling for? Why did we oh, stumble? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm just glad you guys are finally maybe seeing some of the things that I've been seeing, which is to say, like, with this next generation, right? And, yeah, it's not like Xbox has, like, you know, 95-something exclusive games that you can only experience on the Series S and X, right? But to me, the champion for them has been since the launch of these consoles, just how well the stuff behind the scenes is working to a point where I see what their vision is. I see how it's coming together and versus PlayStation five right now, like PlayStation five, I look at the one thing that I've maybe noticed that has stood out has been those triggers, right? Like, doing the triggers where I'm like, oh, wow, like some single player games that I'm playing, I think it's cool. Like Ratchet and Clank, John, do you remember this? Like 
holding it halfway and then having when you squeeze it all the way in to change the type of shot you were doing uh, with the various guns. I didn't like it as much with Resogun because that's a very fast reactive game where if I die, uh, there's a very big penalty. So I kind of changed that out. But um, the other things more so, as I said, like how well you can easily fall into games pass, how quickly that UI works and simple it is, I think, compared to Sony's. And then the biggest one being quick resume, which, yeah, the the one kicker to quick resume I don't like is that if it's an online game, you really can't do it, right? Um, but for the most part, it's just nice to be able to press a button and it's like, oh, yeah, here I am. I'm right where I just was, even though I was playing this other game to, you know, the last time I played this game was two days ago. Uh, and then what was the other thing? Just had it in my mind. See, I, I, I do this before. weird thing with games. I I I shut them off. <laughs> <laughs> I just the quick resume go. thing is not sexy to me because you know mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad it's there for people who do this, but it's not sexy for me because I've got when I play when I'm playing a game, I don't have another game open. I, I I don't know. I just don't I don't interchange like that. Yeah, and, and a, that could be why I haven't. That's why I haven't experienced the quick resume, which mm-hmm. is very nice i don't know i i don't know it's like but i did want to go i, I have like like a dragon and then the one that we might talk about here eventually that i've been playing and the other japan game i've been playing we'll just say it like that yeah. um <laughs> and, and it's nice to be able to just flip between those and not have to think about it right and if i was still playing assassin's creed i'd have that too where i could take a week off or whatever and it's just sitting there waiting for me um, the other thing I, I also like is, and this was before uh, this current gen, the way they handle saves, right? The fact that most things, they just sync to the cloud automatically. And even if you delete the game off of your system or go to a different system, as soon as you log in, it's downloading your sync from the cloud. So you lead yeah. off exactly where you were. You never have to worry about these things versus... um you know, I think my big problem with PS4 to PS5 has been if I'm playing Miles Morales on PS4 and then I take it to PS5, it's a little bit of a headache because I have to make sure I still have my PS4 and that I've saved that save somewhere before. Yeah. And I believe have my PS4 on before I can get that versus like Outer Worlds. I could play it for two weeks on my PC and then go, you know what? I want to play it on the HDR, you know, Really nice TV on my Xbox, just sit here and recline. And as soon as I download it to my Xbox and log in, I'm right back to where I just was. Doesn't matter. You know, that's the kind of stuff that I've really enjoyed with this, uh, with this console where it's made it feel the next gen worth it to me. Yeah. I mean, like you, like we all have, we all have decent, in some cases, really good gaming computers. And this is a way to tie back into Happy Go David. Mm -hmm. You know, he's recently uh, been a PC guy. Um, shiny and new like what why would we want this and why would we go through everything and that kind of is kind of maybe why i thought this was a good idea for a topic um it's because uh for me one it was a chance like i've mentioned several times like why want an xbox because i got a chance to get in i got my foot in the door on next gen gaming for 299 and and it's going to be able to to Hold me over is I don't even think that's fair. I think this system is going to be able to handle, and they're going to optimize, you know, this this hefty new release 
schedule that they have for the Series S and X. So um, if it's going to take me a while to get my 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 X, so be it. I, I got a Series S. Also, for me, the second thing was to be in line on that next gen for any of the new games that are going to come out that are exclusive to Xbox. I didn't want to play those new games at a, a bootleg version of them on my One X. Even though the One X is still fantastic, like I outlined, I kind of, if I can do it and it's better, I want the best experience I can get. Right now, currently, guys, we're in, we're in the midst of a, a global pandemic that's kind of wrapping up, we think, unless Delta variant takes over. Um, and it's hard to find these new consoles. Go Go find you a PS5 then. Or a Nintendo Switch that's not the light right now. Yeah. Have fun. That's a pain. You know? And these are here, and, and they're being available. So uh, those are the big reasons, uh, David, on why I, I chose to, to jump in. Even though I have a, a gaming computer that I can play most games with decent graphics. In some cases, really good graphics. So does John. So does Chris. Yeah. So... John, thoughts on David's question, or did I answer it adequately on why you chose to get a Series S? But John mentioned, though, while you get, get your thoughts together, he does have some slight regerts. Slight. Just slight. Yeah, I, just, I just need certain, I just need certain, <laughs> certain game publishers to, like, why would you, why would you optimize great games, but why would you optimize Assassin's Creed 3 and Rogue Remastered and not Odyssey and Origins? Why would you, why would those two come first? I don't understand. They're like the least, I mean, the remasters, they didn't sell that much. Um, it's just puzzling to me. So yeah, to, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm really hung up on the fact that the best experience for Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Origins is still the one X for me. Um, that's a different story if I had a series X, but you know, yeah, for sure. So it's and, like, and yeah. gosh, I, 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 I'm, I'm trading John, in. You said I don't it know. Like just now. Our plan has been constantly changing. Um, you know, in a perfect world, in a world, mm-hmm. um, with no COVID, John and I would have got a new graphics card and played a, a S ton of games on our PCs. Um, just in a just you two. We well, I'm saying like <laughs> us, all of us, right? In a perfect world, we all would have we wanted, um. PS5s and Xbox uh, Series Xs, we would have got them. Yeah. Because we're gamers and we want to cover things for our podcast and that's what we love to have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, uh, but unfortunately, chips are hard to find and be made and stuff. So. I, I was expecting by January to have a 3080. And, you know, at this point, it's almost, I, it's not now. something I'm rushing. At this point, uh, you know, there's like a part of me that goes, your 2070 Super is plenty of what you need right there for your PC. Skip this generation. Wait till, I guess, the 4000 series happens and just enjoy these consoles because they do more than enough. Whether I'm yeah. gaming here on my actual PC monitors or I want to get the full, you know, nice entertainment, uh, you know, situation like where hey here's this wonderful 65 yeah (laughs) here's a 65 inch tv with you know all the bells and whistles and it's gonna look really pretty and all that kind of stuff yeah you you just reminded me of something i've been seeing um it's being advertised during the the soccer matches hisense h-i-s-e-n-s-e is a tv manufacturer they are advertising a 100 inch laser tv 
I haven't seen think? it. I haven't, you know, Googled it, researched it, but I'm thinking I recently walked by, I think a 75 inch box at my local Walmart. And I went, that is a big TV. <laughs> 25 more inches of craziness. <laughs> right. So there it is. There it is, boys. John, any, any parting shots, last words on the series S? Um, are you ready? Or do you want to give it a Richard so far? I, I, I mean, I'm ready to give a Richard so far. I, I think I know where this bad boy's sitting. Keep in mind, I will edit. Yeah, Chris is going to make it a 10 no matter what. Yeah, me and Phil are watching. Yeah. I think I'm at a, I think I'll get past my personal issues. Yeah, because, yeah, these are <laughs> I, kind of very select, right? They are. They are. And and look, it doesn't, who knows what the future might bring. And, you know, there's a lot of things that if you simply don't do your research, I had to find answers to the questions I had because they're not really out there for, I mean, you have to, you know, so, but not having all the information all together to kind of make a good decision kind of, kind of hurt my score a little bit, but it's, but it's a solid option for, for, for next gen experience. For sure. If, 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 if what you care about is a fast load time and higher frame rates and you don't care so much, and there's a lot of PC gamers that are perfectly content with 1080p to this day. Um, so I'd say a 7.5 is where I'm at for this. I, I think it's, I mean, I think it's a decent little box. So. I, uh, I'm a little bit higher. Not only is it more of a, a it's, it, it may not be the placeholder. It might be the actual, the main attraction for me. And it's yeah. not because I'm going to be cheap or anything like that, but it's, if I can't get my plan in motion to get a series X, this bad boy is going to do the job. I love everything about it. I love its uh, its ease of setup, especially with the Xbox Companion app. I love. I'm I'm starting to love the fact. I never thought I would say this that I don't got to worry about keeping up with game cases, and I love keeping up with game cases. But the <laughs> fact that it's just sitting up here, it's 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 the box and the controller, and when I turn it on, it's glorious 2K, and I'm playing games. And what's better than that? You know. Um, so for me right now, it's a solid, <laughs> easy nine. Wow, guys, easy. I can't believe you both gave it tens. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wasn't an edit. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good. That's a good thought. Yeah, like what if one day all of these things about TVs don't matter because we all eventually move into Ready Player One and we don't need a TV. We just need some goggles you put on and you're transported to another world. Why do you need goggles? Put lenses in your eyes. Okay, why did you just go straight nerd on me? I don't know, Chris. I'm dreaming big here. (laughs) I'm not giving up my TV until, you know, I just go get LASIKs and apparently I got video games. Not LASIKs. (laughs) Whatever it's called. Hey, let's run down to Walmarts. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, great. Hey, John, appreciate the talk, man. And I appreciate the plan. You created this episode. I'm responsible. You inceptioned me to create episode 314. How cool is that? Don't you love it when I'm inside your head? Whoa. Yes. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! 
kind of got the end. Kind of got the end. News. 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 And uh, Ricky Henderson this week is our boy Chris. What's up, Chris? Bring it to us. I like to prefer um, Brady Anderson. Thank you. Here we go. Brady Anderson was not a leadoff hitter. He was. Let's be honest. He was. He set he the record. Was. He was, but he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? But he set the record for leadoff home runs in a single season. My point exactly. <laughs> Thank you for winning that argument for me. Yes, can Baltimore. I? Baltimore. <laughs> oh, Strohs and Natty Bowes, huh? Uh, <laughs> the ESRB has filed a rating for Ghost of Tsushima director's cut, which seems to hint at a possible new iteration of the game. This could mean that an official announcement is imminent. The submission suggests that it will be available for both PS4 and PS5, which the news apparently found disappointing. I think, isn't there like rumors of uh, an expansion, right? Um, that is that is being debated whether that's an expansion or an actual sequel. But like it would make sense if it was an expansion because it's a smaller island off the coast of, off yeah. the coast, not ghost, a coast of Tsushima. A coast. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I just when they did a remaster for Last of Us, they put it on PS4, not on PS3. I, I don't know. I'm just give us something, you know. It, it's you you got great sales from this game. You don't need to just dump it onto PS4 again. But it runs like know. a champ on there. It True. does now, which is a strange thing. Like, what are they going to do for it? What's the director's cut? Just maybe I don't know. Maybe the director's cut does just like they're going to repackage the game and sell it with the expansion. Yeah, I mean, when I see this, that's that's the only thing I can think of is that you can either buy the expansion as its own thing if you want to play it. Right, or you can buy the seventy dollar version that includes it. I don't know. It's it's funny because um, earlier, and I'm plugging our Discord earlier in the week. We, um, I believe it was Nacho, uh, posted an article about how fans have said Ghost of Tsushima is the worst game uh, on was it PS4? Sony's worst game. That's what it was. Yeah, they, yeah, they called it Sony's worst <laughs> worst exclusive. <laughs> And then we immediately get the fact that a ESRB has been filed uh, and they're going to make a uh, like a director's cut new iteration thing. So, John, was Order 1886 a PlayStation studio or was it just a PlayStation exclusive? Good question. Because I don't know. I don't know offhand. It was it was an exclusive. It was um, it was developed by the team that did a lot of the God of War PSP games. Okay. Okay. But as I recall that that and I forget the name of the developer Ready at Dawn and Santa Monica. They recently went to Facebook as I recall. Okay. So I you know The Order eighteen eighty six is amazing. <laughs> I think it is. I mean well I mean, amazing is a stretch. I think it's a really great game. It is so awesome. Yeah. Um I wish they would do more with the property because the property is capable of Maybe that's where I'm at. So much awesomeness. I am trying um, to think like was the worst. I know I said last guardian and that's low there for me but even yeah, like you did. that was you were just trolling for that no no i mean you know i did not like that game that much uh and i wanted to love you did, it you didn't but the look, worst you game you didn't know how to play it and i get it yeah john and i uh, gave yeah. it like All tens right. and you hated hey, it. hey how's your ivory tower up there um <laughs> pretty good i know how to play the game uh but <laughs> get good bro Tighten actually up. if i was gonna pick <laughs> one from 
from Sucker Punch, it would have been uh, Infamous Second Son. Not because it was terrible, but I mean, it was just an early game and there wasn't much there to it, you know, compared to the other Infamous games. But I mean, I don't know. Cool, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. Or or maybe maybe like one of the uh, Little Big Planet ones that didn't work out that well, right? No, it's definitely Last of Us Part Two. Oh, oh, dang! Troll. That's a troll. That. Hey, Sony bought some stuff. Uh, Sony acquired House Marquee after years of collaboration between the two enti- entities. House Marquee is the studio behind the most recent Returnal, uh, and, and as well as Resogun. Those are two games that all three of us really, really like. And Next Machina, to name a few. I also the news like was that. announced. Huh? I also really like that game. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> uh, the news was announced on the PlayStation blog where the greatest name ever, Herman Holst, said, House Marquis' recent release of Returnal proves the studio is one with incredible vision, capable of creating memorable new games that resonate with our community. This edition enhances the creative force of PlayStation Studios, and I cannot wait to see what the future holds for House Marquee. I'm happy for these guys. So happy. Because yeah. when you think, like, just when Next Machina came out, I was worried. No one bought it. Like, no one was talking about it. I really enjoyed that game. It was fun. Uh, but, you know, and then they came out and they said, like, look, we're shifting away from these arcade games. And that's always a very dangerous thing. I was like, oh, no, is this about to be another great studio? Like, I thought they might get bought out after Resogun, um, but it didn't happen for whatever reason. Hey, so, Chris, you want to play some Resogun? <laughs> right? <laughs> Go get my TARDIS. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so good. But, if you've uh, never played Resogun, play Resogun. God, so good. It's so good. So, so good. good. So but, good. you know, like, this is what I want. I want studios that do quality stuff where they're struggling for years just trying to say how do we get the funding how do we make this come out and survive regardless of the sales um and for them it just never hit the way it did for like uh the the folks behind hades right like where hades now uh, i can't remember that studio's name offhand right now but like why are you putting me to work now now they can survive because of that game right and with house marquee i didn't feel like they were ever having that moment and now the fact that they they have Sony behind them, it's like Super okay giant. now, thank you, Super Giant Games. Uh, now they can go out there and make whatever they want, right? Yeah, that's always good. Like real talk. Mm-hmm. What I what I'd be interested in seeing is did did Returnal sell well enough to be, you know, it's it's not like it was an obvious purchase the way Insomniac is an obvious purchase. You know, sure. it's like it's like they. I'd just be curious to say this is this making is this have the potential to make any money for us based on previous games that they've made? Um, maybe Returnal made the top ten last month. I don't recall, but I think it might have. If it did, it was somewhere in the eight or seven, it was number seven, six, seven, seven in April. Oh, making money moves. So <laughs> you know how much that is. Yeah, who knows? True. Um, True. But I was just a, I was a little surprised by the purchase. Do you have anything in addition to that? Well, (laughs) it just so happens. Let me pull it back up. I lost it. There we go. In addition, (laughs) a tweet from the PlayStation Japan Twitter account seems to indicate that the company has acquired Bluepoint games, 
the studio behind the remakes of Demon's Souls and Shadow of the Colossus, a inferior game to The Last Guardian. This was posted around the time that news broke of the acquisition of Housemark. I call them Housemark. Maybe they are Housemarky. I don't know. Um, with the artwork smart. used for both tweets being nearly identical. Blue Point Games was founded in 2006 and has built a reputation for stellar remakes of classic games. An official announcement has yet to be made. So, boys, this is not this is not official yet. Breaking news on Weekly Games Chat. Did it actually happen? <laughs> no, I'm, we're oh. doing it. Now this one, this one to me is a very obvious purchase. Um, I, I think sure. I think people were expecting this to happen eventually. Um, I think Blue Point was even doing some great remakes for Nintendo at one point. So they've just really, um, I th- it might have been one of the Zelda remakes. I don't remember which one it was, but um, I just know that their their quality of work is quite 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 stellar. So I remember. They were the studio that did the ports to 360 and PS3 for Destiny when that launched. So you can remember that, but you can't remember Super Sucker Giant. Punch Game. <laughs> yeah, so, or I'm sorry, Super Giant. Yeah, yeah, get it right. That's great, great. <laughs> get it right. Get it tight. Bubba Sparks, what's up? But um, um, this, listen, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm again happy for these guys too. They do great work and. Shav Colossus was awesome in Demon Souls. I mean, for a game that old, looks so beautiful on PS5. So beautiful. Because they, re- they redid the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. That can still feel, it, to some extent, like how the PlayStation 3 version handled, but look that. It, it's like, I feel like every person now who is... Uh, played demon souls it's kind of like how when gears of war ultimate came out right you're like yes this is obviously how this game always looked and handled you're like no 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 it's not (laughs) you think you remember it looking like that but it's not rip prince of persia uh not an arms race head of playstation studios once again the uh the g unit himself herman holst has said that sony is not in an arms race with microsoft when it comes to studio acquisitions are you sure um, we're very selective about the developers that we bring in. Our last new acquisition was Insomniac, which has worked out very well. I'm always looking for people that have a similar set of values, similar creative ambitions, and work very well with our team that we can further invest in and help grow as creators. It's not like we're going around and just making random acquisitions. They are very, very targeted acquisitions of teams that we know well. Pot shot by uh, Sony. Yeah, no, that was Herman. That was a shot. I, that was a shot across the bow, um, because I think it's I think it's I think it's a relevant point that Microsoft has had a lot of these teams now for almost four years, and and we've seen very little from them. Trailers, whatever. I mean, so you know, I think I think it was intended to be Intendi. Um, a differentiator <laughs> between yeah. what Sony's doing. And Microsoft is doing, but anybody who thinks that Sony was in an arms race, I don't know where they, I don't know how they could have gotten to that conclusion. I mean, that's what possibly three studios in four years that they've studios versus versus 20 studios in four years. And if they were trying to be in an arms race, um, they'd get creamed. (laughs) It just wouldn't. I don't know. I, I mean, like I get what he's saying, but honestly, I feel like what he's saying is no different than, a lot of what Phil's done, save for Ninja Theory. That's the one I would 
concede there wasn't like some huge deep relationship but like when you go back double fine made its name through xbox live arcade and working with xbox through years right bethesda and microsoft go all the way back to pc era and that kind of stuff that relationship has been built for years so i think like this is the way i want things done for the most part like i didn't want insomniac to get bought out by microsoft that doesn't make sense they made one game for them but on the other hand if you told me at some point remedy wanted to sell themselves i'd be like yes of course they're gonna go to microsoft it it would just make sense because they've had that very deep connection uh going back you know to alan wake and then of course quantum break and all these other things that they've done on their consoles and through pcs so I mean, like, this is the way you should do it. You shouldn't just go buy Konami because people want you to equal the deal (laughs) that Microsoft made with Bethesda. You should do it because it makes sense and because you have a relationship with the studio and you feel like they have a good basis for you to build something from. Well, that Uh, would be the case, though, wouldn't it? I mean, Metal Gear's identity primarily exists on PlayStation castle. A lot of Castlevania's identity exists on PlayStation, you know, with, I mean, look, I mean, you could say that games are, 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 are have been on Xbox, but mm. you can say the same about Bethesda being on PlayStation. Now, if you told me yeah. that's why I wasn't surprised when Konami or I'm sorry, not Konami, but Kojima went to PlayStation for his first game post leaving Konami because of that relationship. And, and this is where you get to the point of like, Huh, I wonder what's going to be going forward. I don't expect that Kojima Studios is getting bought by Microsoft. It's more of that's the interesting point of hmm, is PlayStation to a point where they don't feel like they want to pony up for Kojima and is he changing lanes because Phil is offering more? That's something to be, you know, wait and see, I guess. But I don't expect all of a sudden Kojima Studios is going to go over to Microsoft. That was satisfactory. Speaking well, I mean, of that satisfactory. Whole, that, yeah, that whole, um, that whole, yeah, that was a satisfactory news topic, huh? <laughs> <Boom>. um, <laughs> CD Projekt CEO, everyone's favorite person in the world, Adam Kaczynski, has said that the Cyberpunk 2077 uh, game has reached a, quote, satisfactory level. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, of stability and performance and should now see more fixes to specific in-game systems. Quote, we have already reached a satisfactory level of stability. We have also worked on the overall performance and we are quite satisfied with that. Of course, we have also fixed bugs and glitches and we will continue to do so. Over time, we will be introducing fixes to the general systems that players have pointed out as needing improvement. Recently, PlayStation let the game back on its store, but warned that more work on the game would likely have to be done. I think it also came out this week. uh, If you bought on an Xbox and I guess you want a refund, you have till next month and then that gets cut off. So if for whatever reason, after X number of months, you want a refund on Cyberpunk on Xbox, now would be the time. I'm probably getting closer than ever than, than, than picking up this game. Because all the news is coming out saying we're fixing, we're getting. I want to play it. I've watched. I've watched a ton of stuff on it. I would it say looks amazing. We should see what it's like on Xbox Series S. Yeah, I would say really good. 
Let's <laughs> let's wait for the uh, next gen versions before uh, we you know sign uh, off on things. Because I mean, like the PlayStation folks, the recent patch was, oh, how did they we'll fix it? There. They got rid of uh, pretty much all the traffic. Like there's no traffic and there's almost literally no one on the streets in the most dense parts of the city. And that takes away from the overall game experience. Yeah. In my opinion. So yeah. the game can run better. Yeah. It's kind of like when you had a bootleg computer and you tried to play PUBG before it was optimized. I remember that. No bueno. <laughs> Sean no would just bueno. be like, why does it look like putty on my screen? Me. Well, What's going on? At least you made an important change. True. And that's important in life, John. Speaking of important changes, <laughs> Avengers is making such and such. <laughs> uh, and I got to say right off the bat, Avengers is starting to look more uh, more exciting to me over and over. But it, Sean, it could be that I just want to play Ultimate Alliance with you some more. Dude, all you got to do is say, and we'll do it. It's all you got to do. Make it so. Uh, starting July 2021, that's uh, next month. That's thursday uh marvel's avengers that's tomorrow uh marvel's avengers will permanently allow a player to play as the same hero these team uh shared the news while also confirming that this feature will become a staple of the game during matchmaking and when forming strike teams alongside multiplayer mega hives and omega level threat family reunion in july chris since you are the one who has played this game mm-hmm. how valuable of an addition not whether it's too late or not how valuable of an addition is it that you can actually stick with one character throughout the playing of the game? In some ways it's nice, but on the other hand, I think it kind of suggests how much trouble this game is in. (laughs) And the fact like where you can't be like, Hey, we can't afford to have you have to choose between Captain Marvel and Iron Man. Right. Like as far as going through a, a mission, because if you haven't put that time in the Iron Man, you're not going to want to play as him. Uh, and we don't have a player base that's large enough to find you an Iron Man or a Hulk, right? So if three people are playing as the Hulk and the Hulk is the most popular character right now in Avengers, then fine. There are three Hulks. That's the way this is going. Uh, I think that's a warning sign. So, personally. I can't remember if we can do that in Avengers or not, John, on Switch. Can we both be running around a store or did it cancel out? Or what have you? I don't remember. I mean, we got to play it again. I don't remember either. All I care was it was a blast. It was so it was so fun. And it was why did we stop? I believe you guys can play the Games Pass by the way on your Series S's, so. What? Avengers? Avengers? I believe that's on there. Uh, I got to go. Uh, great show everybody. Uh, <laughs> not true. Um Let's let's stay on this uh, Xbox train of news. Let's talk about some cloud gaming. Um, Xbox Cloud Gaming is now available to all Games Pass Ultimate subscribers. Hey, that's me. Uh, uh, according to Xbox, that's a pretty reliable source. Starting today, Monday, Xbox Cloud Gaming. What was Monday? Was that like this past Monday? So like the twenty eighth. Is that right, guys? Xbox Cloud Gaming is available to all Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members with Windows 10 PCs and Apple phones and tablets via browser across not 20, 21, but 22 countries. To sign up, players will go to xbox.com backslash play uh, on Microsoft Edge, Chrome, or Safari on a PC or mobile device. 
Games will be streamed to your device at 1080p and up to, not guaranteed, 60 frames per second. This service previously required an invitation from Xbox. So we are past the invitation phase and we are like legit on if you want a cloud game, you can. Have you tried this, Chris? I have. Uh, How's it? How is it? I tried it when I went down to Florida and um, on my Samsung tablet, it worked great. Uh, You know, is it perfect? No. But like, can you hook up an Xbox controller to your tablet? Yeah, you just sing it through uh, Bluetooth. Isn't that amazing? Right. <laughs> it was. It's quite easy fantastic? to use. Um, the big thing you need a uh, a five G or not five G, but like, what's it? Wi Fi, uh, not two point four, but five. Right connection to really get good performance on it. And I would say, don't go for things like their fighting games or you know, like Rocket League, something like that, where you need split second reaction, right? Yeah, yeah. But if like, you know, John wanted to go play Assassin's Creed through this, I'm not sure if they're on there, but if they are, right, like, it would be totally fine. It's probably not going to be okay. Probably only optimized for 1X, and John would be (laughs) pissed about it. Right. Now, not Odyssey, just just Valhalla. That would be the one he needs to go play. Valhalla. Valhalla. Um, Dude, I wonder... I wonder what's coming this holiday season, boys. Well, what Phil has heard of your worries, Sean. Has he? He really has. Um, hold on. I have you to type son it. of a you mother. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyways, Phil says that he wanted to alleviate your concerns about Halo Infinite okay. because you know we got to the the E3s, and we all watched the presentation, right? Yeah, yeah. Halo Infinite pops up, no release date. And you're like, Phil, you told us there was a release date coming. It didn't come. It wasn't on there. And you started to worry. We all started to worry. We talked about this like two weeks ago. We were like, is this getting delayed? Is Horizon Zero Dawn getting, or uh, Horizon Forbidden West getting delayed? These are the two ones we worried the most about, I think, this fall. But uh, while appealing, oh, I'm sorry, appearing on the Drop Frames podcast, Phil Spencer stated that 343 Industries is very much committed to a holiday release, stating, we know. Wait, are we not on that podcast? Oh. No. <laughs> we know kind of our range in the three to four week range. We don't have the exact day. There are some other things with some other game timings that we are trying to look at. We'll have better clarity over the summer, but this isn't a month's thing. This is just down to a few weeks instead of picking a date and having to move it by a week, which at this point would feel like a fail. We decide let's wait until we're really solid on what the date is. Additionally, this week, three, four, three industries announced that the first season of the multiplayer for halo infinite will be centered around a classic called halo reach and is titled heroes of the reach. Head creative hey, Joseph that's Mike's St- girlfriend. Wait, wait. right. <laughs> uh, head creative uh, Joseph Staten posted on Halo Waypoint. "Quote: Reach has a rich history. It's a key location for Spartans of old and a focal point for a new generation of Spartans preparing to wrestle with the perils and mysteries of a galaxy that has fundamentally changed after the events of Halo Five. What Sorry, Sean, you completely blew up that news. <laughs> yeah, that's Halo that's 5. the way it usually goes." <laughs> I, was going to I mean, you can't say that, you know, 
that something's called Heroes of Reach because it immediately, you know, <laughs> it's right there for the taking. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! <laughs> wrench around and wrench it off. Um, <laughs> part of me does think that they're gonna. Did we talk about this? They're gonna <laughs> go with the Call of Duty approach where they're gonna release multiplayer maps, um, and then the main game is gonna come out later in the year. Did was that you that I talked we, about? We we said like maybe this might be a possibility, but I mean it. I don't feel like Phil is saying this unless the, he's confident, right? Yeah. So I think I think Phil chewed somebody out and was like, "We are not yeah. given a release date until we know it, and we're going to be like he said a few weeks in because at this point with the PR debacle mm-hmm. that we've had for this game, if we have to move anything around, it's going to be a PR nightmare." Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's coming this fall if he's willing to go on a <laughs> yeah. podcast and say it. Um, <laughs> Because it would be like Jim Riley right now, all of a sudden getting Ooh. put into a, um, an interview and just being forced to say, "Well, when is you know Horizon Forbidden West coming out?" And uh, obviously they're being coy at the moment. And who knows? Maybe when they do their event here in July that we're expecting, we'll all sit back and be like, "So this is okay? What we do? This is this is when this game is coming out, and we'll know." But could be the other way right but if he had a interview tomorrow he's like no it's coming this fall we just need to figure out exactly when then i would take that more as gospel right because he's not going to say that willy-nilly so so we just say words like coy and Mm -hmm. opine now this is what we do on a daily basis on a podcast we're evolving i expect that from john chris what i don't expect from you is to drop a coy on me okay (laughs) Sequoia? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's fine now. Toyota. You didn't dig that? I didn't. And I don't think Booker T dug anything either. Let us explain. Uh, Booker T does not dig a lawsuit decision. Famed WWE wrestler Booker T has lost his lawsuit against Activision. Some of you may not even know that was going on. But... (laughs) Our chat is now saying sucka because, you know, that's what Booker T does. The wrestler argued that uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 character Prophet was modeled after Booker, Booker T's GI bro character. The jury for the case unanimously agreed that Activision did not infringe on Mr. T's they called him Mr. T copyright of a GI bro poster. Uh, Activision had argued that the wrestler did, quote, not own the idea of an angry man with a scowling look Booker T's lawyers had argued there was quote, no question profit was copied from GI bro end quote stating the company had copied the character's hair, body type, clothing, and facial expressions and calling the similarities too profound to be an accident. What are your guys' thoughts? I looked at the, I looked at them side by side they look and similar. But these are extremely hard to win. Yeah. I mean, if you go back to GTA five and the Lindsay Lohan thing, Lindsay Lohan did not win her case against that. I mean, no. it looked, the, it looked very similar to her. It looked like her likeness. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's just, I remember not that I don't think anything was made of this, but if you go and look at the original, uh, the original Contra box art on the NES, it is, it it is pasted from Predator. I mean, the, the the way the way that he's built, the way that he's holding his weapon, that is Arnold Schwarzenegger on the cover of that. 
Uh, I mean, I don't know if Schwarzenegger ever brought a case against that, but I, I, you know, these, for some reason, and I don't, I don't know the real reason we, I don't think lawyer Rob listens anymore. I think I, I made a, what did you do? I don't, know did. <laughs> I don't know. Go back and check the email. See if I did something. Who's our current lawyer. Do we have one? Is it justice? Platt? He hasn't graduated yet. So we can't call him. Lawyer oh Platt. my God. Yeah. We're hurry screwed. up. Platt. John, no Jeez. litigation until Platt graduates. Okay. Yeah, I know. I got to watch what I say. <laughs> yeah. I think it's always hard because if you yeah, say, it especially is. if you say it's a parody of something, right. Then it just gets even harder because you're, I mean, yeah, it does. It, <laughs> we're 12, Chris. Apparently we think all right, right. Direct like that. So that's what we do. Hey, I've got to be honest though. You, that's, I think it's a cop out way for somebody to win a case against what you, it, it, if you knew what Booker T looked like and you saw this guy, we're talking like real. Yeah. And but John brings up a good point, the Lindsay Lohan one, right? I mean, um, the only way you would I, he would have a case in this would have been like if Prophet just out of nowhere, you know, was talking about suckers. And suckers yeah, and you stuff. can dig it and all that kind of stuff. Then you begin to argue like, wow, you are just literally ripping off Booker T here, right? Um, but that's not the case. You're just going off of lichen image and that's 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 just hard doesn't matter who it is or what it is it's always that's very hard <laughs> you're welcome perfect lob it up let's get that out of our minds boys and girls let's begin again let's, let's just reset yeah. start again begin again let's do the things john can you get us there yeah and that's what casey hudson has done former head of bioware and creator of mass effect casey hudson has announced he has formed a new independent video game company titled Humanoid Studios. Humanoid. He states, he states the company is built, is quote, built to unleash the creative freedom of developers because no other developers, you know, interested in that. Uh, bringing innovation and artistry to players through all new IP. Chris liked that. <laughs> That's a Bioware reference. <laughs> if it puts, it's a, if it's put in front of me, I will read it. Yeah, you will, right? you will should, be Ron based Burgundy. Uh, the studio would be based in Canada. Yes, I think they said. I know like, what they said. I, I think they, they said both British Columbia and Alberta. If we're being, do you specific. think they're basing it there just so they can be around the Timmy Hortons or what? I think you know he he you made Bioware off of least, John? Uh, yeah he okay. he made Bioware or I'm sorry uh, Mass Effect off of eating Timmy Hortons. So you know you have to have that that basis to make great innovation. What are the fries with gravy called, Chris? I don't want to miss say it. Poutine. <laughs> poutine um yeah i'm i messed up uh is uh so when you go to disney world and epcot there's a whole country <laughs> section of canadia and i wonder if they sell poutine and i've totally missed out on eating poutine at disney <laughs> have you never had poutine sean i've never uh well not wait, wait what was the question <laughs> <laughs> can i tell you after you have it you kind of wonder if you've been eating fries the right way all of your life it is so good. I've been told I had, wait, what, <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about? Exactly. <laughs> poutine. But, uh, uh there's just... someone in chat. RJ, uh, I personally know is a Disney connoisseur, if you will. Oh, um, okay. Oh. And he is confirming Epcot does have poutine and it's meh. regular, like real poutine is amazing. Yeah. yeah. How many times can Sean say poutine in a, podcast i'm just uh i'm just glad regardless <laughs> of poutine which i do love yeah uh, the greatest. i'm just okay. glad that casey hudson 
is <laughs> not going the Ken Levine route and, you know, just bowing out pretty much from major video game development altogether because I've really enjoyed, I mean, when I think of his games, specifically Knights of the Old Republic and then the Mass Effect trilogy, I, I like what he does usually. So I hope uh, I hope this, you know, gets bought out by Microsoft in a couple of years and uh, ends up being a great thing on Games Pass. Well, Ken Levine is actively in develop, developing something. Yeah, but like he's doing like the small studio thing, right? Like he doesn't want to do the, you know, 200 people or whatever, unless something's changed here. Oh, so that's what you meant. Yeah, like like major <laughs> like that was it that was the whole entire thing. He fired everyone from Irrational so he could go like have a team of twenty and we haven't heard anything from him since what, to twenty thirteen, I guess? John yeah. doesn't mean to make me laugh, but when he does it makes me laugh. I don't like, know. What did I do? Because <laughs> you just it was the way he said, so that's what you meant. Um can I give you guys a fun fact when I okay, I'm gonna do it anyway. You didn't even say yes. When Go I see it, Casey though. Hudson's name in print, I think of Cars, the movie. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Doc Hudson. Yeah. Casey Hudson, too, can uh, also, you know, glide across the dirt just like Doc used to. <laughs> I think he should make it a spiritual successor to Anthem and fix it. Ooh. John, the game's never coming back. The you world know. knew you wanted it back, and it, it just said, not today, John. You not today. don't know. You don't know. You're Chat just wrong. said Owen Wilson and then two people. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens that, when you say cars? Uh, um, yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. Um, but yeah, go somewhere, Chris, you know? EA has gone. <laughs> That's what's up. Assassin's Creed game director <laughs> Eric Baptiste. Baptist, Babzat, I don't know how you say that last name, has left Ubisoft to join EA Motive. He helped reboot, the, reboot, because, <laughs> you know, Motive's in Canada. Uh, oh he helped reboot the Creed series on Origin. I believe he was a, a lead designer on that one. Uh, and he was with Ubisoft for 16 years. He has left to join an unannounced project with the studio. And one must wonder, Sean and John. I am wondering. If, if he is either a big fan of Dead Space or Fight Night, because we that both Migo know song? it's one of those two. <laughs> uh, there are rumors that EA Moto's next project will be announced during the July EA Play. Event. When is that? Because July is like right around the corner. July 22nd, I believe is the date. Oh, so we got to wait a whole month to find yeah. out what this game is. Okay. Yeah. As I recall, this is this is one of the guys that kind of got in trouble at Ubisoft, which is why he, I think he was um, cheating on his wife with. I thought that was the other guy. The, the one that, no, the, the guy who was the, what the, <laughs> the, the guy who was the actual director of, of origins. Right. And then had to leave this one and he took over and was the main director of Valhalla. What, but was he the main in the mirror? He no, was not- the, the, the director of origins and Valhalla are the same guy. No, he wasn't. But I'm saying, like, when the actual game came out, he wasn't the director of Origins. He was just a, a lead designer, and then I guess he got promoted up to game director for. No, he Valhalla. was the director of both. He was at least he was the front face of both. Let's see. He presented them both at E3, <clears throat> or 
whenever <clears throat> they talked about it. Are we doing a Google? We need our research music yeah, on right now. Yeah, we're doing a real-time fact check. Real-time fact check. I love it. Let's hey, see. that gets you ready, John, for the final piece of news this week, and it also gets Chris ready as he multitasks and, hear, and he hears me say this uh, to get his, <clears throat> you know, finally this week voice ready to go and everything. So everything will be good. You know, no, wor- no worries here. No problem. You know, Hakuna Matata, you know? It means no worries, you know, for the rest of your days. It means no worries. Finally. You got to do the fact check before the finally. Oh, you want me to do that first? You got to do it first. I'm trying to make sure I'm right. Wow. He's trying to make sure that he's right. Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. Trying to make sure. No, I don't want. I don't want to say something unless it's you know it's right. But when I'm checking it, right, that would. When has that ever stopped me? So, (laughs) from here, uh, you're thinking of Ashraf Ismail was the person who was the main game director (laughs) for Assassin's Creed Origin who was fired. Yeah, John. After uh, the stuff that happened with allegations of misconduct. So How's you, it feel, Chris? I'm I'm just staying staying, you know, the record as is. Well, you look like a Richard right now. Well, you know what? <laughs> Finally, this week. Well, if anybody knows or cares what Todd Howard has to say, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> uh, as we all know, Bethesda is planning to release Starfield next holiday. Email. <laughs> However, what about that other teaser Todd Howard showed us three years ago? Some fantasy game called Elder Scrolls. You may have heard of it. Um, well, Todd Howard wants you to know it's still a good bit of ways. Uh, speaking with the Telegraph, the telly as it's called, Howard, Howard stated, quote, it's good to think of the Elder Scrolls 6 as still being in a design phase, even though we announced it three years ago. Uh, but we're checking the tech. <laughs> they better check the tech. <laughs> check the Quote, tech, bro. Is this going to handle the things we want to do in the game? Every game will have some new suits of tech, suites, suites of technology. So Elder Scrolls 6 will have some additions to Creation Engine 2 that uh, the game is going to require. 2030 is going to be a great year for video games. In other news, Howard also revealed his first pitched George Lucas. He first pitched George Lucas on an Indiana Jones game 12 years ago, uh, adding that machine games is the perfect fit for the property. Quote, I think the work machine games have done, they're just phenomenal developers and storytellers. And when I start talking to them about it, it was a good fit. So we'll see Elder Scrolls six in 2030. Yeah. And And Indiana Indiana Jones Jones DLC character. So it's going to be fine. (laughs) It's going to fit. Yeah. If I if I get out of uh of the opening of um Elder Scrolls Six and I just hear the indie theme, <laughs> ba, ba, da, ba, 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 da. gotta gotta use that license all we can, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, this didn't shock me, but I don't know. I feel like the internet wants this game to be ready tomorrow, and just knowing how the studio works, I would say more honestly, I would say twenty twenty five. That's probably the earliest you're going to see it, right? Um, hopefully we get Indiana Jones because I'm guessing they announced it what last year, right, John? And Wolfenstein to 
was 2018, right? With the the expansion, was that 2019 or was that 2020? Well, 2019 was primarily done. What? <laughs> 2019. Uh, Youngblood was primarily done by Arcane. Okay. Um, yeah. Primarily. So I I could have swore, but but I could have swore it was 2019 that Maybe two was. came out. But know. but to your point, I mean they've had a good bit of time to work on this game, assuming it wasn't beginning development as soon as it was announced. So true. I could see. I could see. Um, wow, we are both way off, sir. 2017 was Wolfenstein New Colossus. Can you believe that? I thought that was false. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what it says here. Wolfen, Wolfenstein Two, the new Colossus, right? October twenty seventh, twenty seventeen. Do I feel old now? Yes, I do. Yeah, that was. Uh, like what in God's name ago. is going on here? We're getting old. <laughs> As we record this show, like literally, <laughs> we thought well, it was what just year Sean. Did we start the we podcast. <laughs> Well, that was, um, oh no. <laughs> that was so, if there's 52 weeks in a year, roughly we've done. 2015 was when we started in 2015? May, May 2015. Because all the way May. Witcher. Wow. 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 But yeah, I was with you. I, I wasn't, I was just like, is this? And I'm like, then I saw that. I was like, wow. Okay. We are dumb. <laughs> Yes, Fallout seventy six was twenty eighteen. I can't what? Believe, I can't yeah, believe that. Man. What? I feel like John that, just bought it and threw it away. That makes more <laughs> sense to me because what you call it? Fallout four, I remember, was twenty sixteen. Right, yeah. was, okay, was, you can however you need to get it right. Dude, that game does not feel like a twenty eighteen game. It's twenty okay, twenty one. Oh wait, when was Prey? Man, let's just completely be boggled when Bethesda games came out, right? <laughs> What about Dishonored? Dishonored is like 2012. Yeah. 2013. Yeah. And I want to say the sequel. Maybe 2015 or 2016. God. I didn't play those piece of crap games. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Prey was 2017. Troll alert. Troll alert. And Prey was 2016? uh, 2017. uh, John did that game on this show. Is that part of the Lost Archives? Probably. Dishonored 2 was 2016. Wow. 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 (laughs) Well, yeah. Hey, Sean. That was news. Yeah, that was news. You want to wrap this up? You know the answer to that, sir. Never. electronic mail from the future all the way from the year 3000 so yeah this is the part of the show where we interact with the fans who interact with us uh 
If you're over on Twitch, you're going to see it switch from news to emails very shortly. So you'll know that's what that is. And we have a couple we want to read. We apologize for last week not really doing this, but we were kind of busy. We had some stuff going on. These are very important. We want to highlight these. So first thing we always do usually is emails, just like we just said. So if you want to write an email to the show, uh, we have a special email account you can send those to. And that is weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Uh, boys, if I tackle Harrison's, do you think I should read both? Or do you think we should just stick one at a time? What do you think? You tell me. I want to go ahead and get those knocked out. Do both. Um, I'll do I'll do both. So if you want to be cool like Harrison, this is what you do. You write into us. Uh, hey, guys, I bought a I bought Doom on my Switch because I wanted to play it. And now it doesn't download. I think it has to do with the new system update. Let me know if this is happening to you. And I'll actually ask any other of our listeners as well. I really need a patch and everybody loves a good patch. That's a great point, Harrison. I will follow up. Uh, Harrison also writes again. Hey, guys, I was wondering what the most hours in a game you have. Uh, my example is 700 hours in Breath of the Wild. Dear God. It's a lot of hours. I don't know. It might has to be. It World has to be wild. wow. Yeah, for you. Has to, has to be wow. Oh, man. Um, wow would have Probably to be up there. Um. I'll go single player and I'll probably say it's it's probably Elder Scrolls Skyrim. That's Skyrim over Witcher 3? Witcher has like 150 plus hours, but yeah. Skyrim between all the replays I did of it with different characters that rolled different ways uh was probably like 4 to 500 hours. I mean, it's been a decade. Better <laughs> why? Well, John, John, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm assuming that's Odyssey for me, but I could be wrong. But it, mm. Odyssey's definitely up there, and you, know, Nintendo was. People are reporting a lot of issues with the latest firmware update, including download issues. In fact, I, I was just doing a quick Google because I spotted your email. Um, there's even a YouTube video about I can't download Doom onto my Switch. So, um. Oh, no that's what I came up with. I don't know of any, I don't know of anything that Nintendo is doing to fix it. I'm sure they're working on it, but um, just be patient and uh, trust that they are, they're working on the issue. Hopefully. Some live sorry feedback from our switch stuff. chat. Uh, Psycho retro says it also happened with them to him. I'm sorry on the Fortnite update and they seem to have fixed it. So positive mm-hmm. signs everywhere, meaning people are aware of it. There's videos out there. Some things are getting fixed. I would say have some patience for sure. But always, Harrison, thank you for writing emails into us. Boys, who's going to take uh, Lewis's email? You or me, John? Sure, I'll do it. Okay. All right. Hi, John, Sean, and Chris. Hey. Hey, what's up? I'm so glad to see that despite the technical difficulties last week, you guys still had a new episode. Boy, that one's going to go down in history. <laughs> when I saw on Discord there was problems, I assumed there wouldn't be a new episode. me. Uh, i assume there wouldn't be a new episode um we all have had those spinal tap moments before on my podcast we had technical difficulties on the snyder cut review episode the test recording we always do first was perfect but for some reason when we did the actual recording it just came out like a garb like garbage lol but chris said on discord that he figured out the problem which is great to hear and looking forward to the next episode basically he turn the off switch on on something and it started to work. That's true. Uh, I know you guys are huge comic book fans, but not really into manga or anime. I love fruit. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> Mangoes are great. <laughs> They're delicious. 
<laughs> I eat edamame all the time. Exactly. Oh no, did we lose John? Oh no, did he break it? John. We were I'll good, and then he he started fiddling. He's he's so not happy right now. Like he is furious right now. Because if you had asked John moments ago, did you fix that issue with your mic for good? His response would have been a resounding. He would have been the end of yes. Wicked where they were like, yes, I have been changed for good. Yeah, I'm good. Like there will be no further problems and we can't hear you. So instead of I'll let you work on it, I'll I'll finish reading the email if that's fine. But we do need you back because there's an email that says you have to read that email. So we need you to work on it. That's going to be about 10 minutes from now. Tech guy, tighten up. Um, I know you guys are huge comic fans, uh, and John's back. Hey, Mango back. or anime? <laughs> Go ahead, John. Not sure you read uh, about so this. You like fruit. Uh, not sure you read about this or not, but it has been reported, though, through sale numbers on prints, that Japanese manga is outselling uh, American comics since the start of the pandemic. It was even reported recently in the manga Demon I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't you know. Just, just read it, was, it man. It's it was, fine. <laughs> It was even reported recently that the manga Demon Slayers, I don't know, that struck me as funny, has outsold the entire American comic industry. As an indie comic artist, I found this to be very interesting. I know that on Kickstarter, the best funded uh, funding projects are all comics, and they all and they are all in the American comic art style. So I so I'm guessing it's just the mainstream comics like DC and Marvel not selling well. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Thanks, Lewis. Uh, where's that sent from? Sent John? By Mac Mini Mac, sent by Mac Mini Mac Mini. So it's Mini why, Mac. Is, why does John reading stuff like that make me laugh? So it's a Mac <laughs> Mini that's in a Mac Mini. Wait, yeah. <laughs> Chris, um, are not, the DC and Marvel comics not good right now? No, I, I'm not surprised by this. I mean. I always thought manga and anime in general just sold better because I mean, it's not like there's no market for that here in America, right? Like those are huge right. here. I, you see, you see people everywhere around here. Like if you go into certain stores that are reading these, uh, either manga or anime, uh, type stuff, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's always had a huge presence, uh, on top of Japan and, uh, the rest of, uh, you know, Asian cultures out there that are really big into this as well i i think like whereas you look at dc and marvel it is something that is a little bit more westernized right and we obviously hold those things to much higher regard personally than uh some other parts of the world do and that's fine you know different strokes different folks either way i don't think dc or uh marvel are really crying right now given that they just sit there and count their their money you know at the box office every week and just go yep this is nice yeah <laughs> so chris you, you should read eli's email and then we got one one for last for john okay john has to read it okay john don't pre-read it let's be organic right. i haven't i haven't pre-read it yeah. for like the, good pre-read. pre-read is not good Wait, for the record guys this uh <laughs> this email from eli it came from an iphone's iphone um, it, it better have, or yeah. otherwise we know he'd been hacked. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Sean, hey. John. Yeah. Do you guys like watch trailers or not? <laughs> yes, you, of course I watch trailers. Do you prefer to have an idea or have every surprise happen at the time you watch it? Uh, That's a good I, question. 
I watch trailers. Um, you know. Chris likes spoilers. He really does. Like he he really always advocates for spoiler episodes. He loves them so much for this podcast. It's crazy. Yes. He won't stop about them. Let me tell no, you about I'll Darth do. Maul real quick. <laughs> he gets cut in half, boys, and he <gasps> spoilers. Got a chance. Um, but uh, it depends on I think for me the the scenario. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there are times where I'll stay away from any promotion, any trailer, any any advertising, anything. There's sometimes I don't care. Maybe it actually helps me want to watch or buy or do the thing. So I think it's on what they call uh, a case by case basis for me. I definitely care about them more for smaller projects just because that's usually what gets me interested, right? Like some small Somebody project. Somebody read the email. <laughs> some project. <laughs> Somebody read it. I'm no, calling pulled, yes right now. No, I pulled it. <laughs> there you go. But uh, I'll watch, you you know, (laughs) the more Oscar related stuff, right? That's just straight up drama. That's what you do. You go watch a bunch of trailers and you're like, ooh, that looks interesting. Let me find out more. Right. And or put it on my radar. And whenever it comes out, go watch it. On the flip side, when you're talking like Star Wars or you're talking Marvel. Yeah, I watch those trailers, but I'm not like salivating over them because I get it. It's a marketing campaign. You know, it's trying to get me hyped up. That's that's the goal of it. <clears throat> so, and your voice went out on a podcast. That's great. I'll never forget. This is a throwback. Do you remember those old Ernest? Did I say this before? I may have said this on a podcast a long time ago. Ernest P. Ernest, yeah, Ernest saves the world. Ernest does whatever. There was an Ernest movie that at that time in my life I was a, a youngling. We were excited to go watch, and we had watched the trailer. And when the movie came out, it was not like the trailer, and may have even not been in the movie. Which one? At some I don't remember, but I, I do remember thinking, why did they do that? Was it the and one he some, went to jail? <laughs> I don't know, Chris. It probably was Ernest Goes to Jail. How about when he saved but, Christmas? <laughs> there was one about aliens or something, I thought. And I'm thinking oh, that's you're, I think that's a Halloween one. Maybe. But anyway, at some point, trailers went from that to where they just kind of showed hype on the movie that never made the movie. And then they actually started telling the whole story of yeah. the movie. Yeah. Like yeah, Fast Fast Nine had that recently, like where it gave away a pretty big spoiler as far as where they were going with it in the uh, promotional material up to release. Yeah, yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, we're at an email now that John has to read. Um, it's a lengthy one, but we'll, we will shortly see why John has to read it. So hmm. here we go. All right, get your popcorn ready. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Fellas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) First of all, please let John read this. You'll see why in short order. Secondly, I'm writing this email while watching you stream. We love a good stream, so thank you for watching. I'm happy God, happy go Davids. (laughs) Old happy God Davids. I've mailed you beer. It's been a while whoa, 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 since whoa, I've written. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you lose yourself? I don't want to mess this up. Did I mess it up by doing this? I don't want to do that. It sounded like you went away for a minute. You did kind of hang for a second there. Are you good? Let's hey, <clears throat> let's back it up to I've. I've. <laughs> I've mailed you beer. Yeah. Hey. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've written. And I thought it would be fun a fun experiment to write you an email while you stream so that I can watch you read the email while 
I watch you stream. This all sounds so dirty. Uh, and watch you read about you reading about me writing an email while I watch you stream. And you said, and you read said email. I'm pretty sure this will pull plus all into an infinite loop somehow. And we may wind up in an eternal Groundhog's Day in hell or heaven or the time warp continuum. Oh, or who knows? Who knows? Great who knows, Scott. Dude. This is heavy. Who knows? Um, <laughs> anywho, I just wanted to say that this is my first time getting to watch you dudes do a stream, and it's really cool. You've been my main podcast for several years now, and even though I occasionally miss several weeks, I always catch back up. I love seeing y'all take the cast to the next level. <clears throat> just wanted to write you dudes a longer note outside the chat to say I'm super pumped to get to watch you guys live and have a little interaction live live fine john i remember my first email (laughs) finally you guys have gotten emails from lawyer rob in the past perhaps you could write him a nice letter and ask him to rejoin the clan i have thought about it Uh, i'm just saying i for one miss hearing lawyer rob wax philosophical in his pedantic emails heck i might Uh, uh, see sean pedantic All right, this is your first word. Uh, heck, I may just write him an email and you can read it on the show and send him a link to the show and he can listen. And he'll return to this is where we get into another paradoxical. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Groundhog Day. And he'll return to his word smithery and we'll all run together through fields, holding hands and chanting, Valhalla, Japan, your wife. Nine, Valhalla, Japan, your wife, Valhalla. Valhalla, your wife, Japan. Nine. Just a thought. Okay, back to the stream. Hakuna Matata Richards, David in Northern Virginia. So why did he need me to write it? Uh, read it. I know. I, don't know. Just, I think he wanted to see you do it. Yeah. Uh, you might. You might be his fave. He's in chat right now, so we can look at the camera and say, "What I just up, like the, Dave? I thought it'd be fun to David? experiment to write you an email. See you, bro. While you stream, so I can watch you read the email while I watch the stream and watch you read yeah. you reading about me, writing an email while I watch the stream. And that's you a, read I, said email. <laughs> he says that's the last time he asks me to do it. What did I do? Well, I apparently I uh, again, you dropped the ball. You Mbappe the penalty kick. And if you don't know what that means, you should Google it. And uh, that's yeah. Way to go. Hanson. <laughs> right? Mbappe. <laughs> no, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> No, that's actually really funny, Chris. God, that's funny. You should get more credit for that joke. Hey, um, hey, how about them? Uh, those Twitter, Sean. What they uh, got yeah, I got, I got some Twitter itch for sure. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, any mentions? I don't know. Let's make this bad boy a full screen. But yeah, while I do this, let me remind you: if you want to interact with the show on Twitter, all you gotta do is follow at Weekly Games Chat. We're kind of slack some weeks, and other weeks we're not. But there are notifications that pop up there to let you know that we've gone live, um, you know, on our on this podcast, for example, or on like when Chris goes live on his personal Twitch or I do. Um, there's possibility that in the next few days I'm going to be going 1v1 versus John in, in a particular game. It's going to be great. But without further ado, let's see if we have anything that I would like to bring up. Excuse me. Uh, so this was last week and let's see what it was uh at tom b juice um wanted to hear us last week we didn't get to this so john this is on us right now 
Can anyone explain the reasoning behind Deathloop being a PS5 exclusive and Redfall being Xbox PC? Obviously, I understand that's two different studios behind each game, but what is the logic behind the, the, the decision? It seems counterproductive. Huh. That's a good point. Chris, so we got a question mm-hmm. uh, on why the reasoning exists for Deathloop being PS5 exclusive. Money. Redfall, Redfall being Xbox PC exclusive. Two different studios, we know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all Bethesda. Um, But basically, you have to keep in mind that we're operating in this world where there were deals made before Microsoft made their deal, right? Arcane having a lot of problems. Prey kind of was a little bit of a letdown. Dishonored 2 was a letdown. And therefore, it became harder and harder to get financing, I think, for their games and to allow them to actually make the games they want with the vision they want. So what's the solution for that? If you're Bethesda, before you get bought out by Microsoft, you go to Sony, you go to Microsoft and say, hey, will you give us X amount of money to make this game for you? And that seems to be the case. I'm not sure that Deathloop will ever come to Xbox. That's kind of up in the air. It's sounding like Ghostwire Tokyo is just a time exclusive, but I haven't seen one way certain if Deathloop will ever end up, you know, maybe in a couple of years it might, right? But I'm not sure if it's going to be like maybe how some people think where it's going to be, oh, yeah, six, seven months after its release, it'll just end up on Games Pass one day and that will be that, right? I I thought at first on a very like rudimentary level where I was like, well, maybe it's just because they didn't have a release date before Bethesda was bought out, that stuff's playing way ahead. Yeah. So that's, it's, it's something way more probably to do with money and exclusivity rights that yeah. it's probably boring for us to it, dive it, It's into, like I said, but I think it's the main reason why Bethesda wanted to get bought out by Microsoft is they didn't want to get into this game going forward because they knew it's either that or you just have to start catering to what investors want. And I don't think that's what they ever want for their types of games. They want to be very independent in what they do and what their studios do. Right. Um, and very recently here on Twitter, um, we got a message from one uh, at S10 Dravin Kelly who says, Hey guys, I believe it's because he is in our Twitch stream. And I said, hi, this is so like inception like ish. And then he gave me the classic gif of Leonardo DiCaprio with a cheers, um, you know, wine glass in front of me, champagne, possibly. It's very nice. Very nice. Uh, I will like that as well. Uh, let's see if we've got any new followers. Um, let's go to here. And we do. We have a few. So um, what up to Affinity for Awesome? Thank you for the follow. Following you back. Um, hashtag Team Pfizer. That's what's up. I'm Team Pfizer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I think we, we all bring are. that up because, huh? So I think we all are. Yeah, we don't want to bring that up because then people think we're telling them to go get COVID vaccines. <laughs> go shots fired. <laughs> Pot shot. Um, at John uh, Matthewson. What's up? Thank you for the follow. Following you back, and then at official Nurkco. Um, social platform created by gamers for gamers. What's up? Thank you for the follow. Following you back. Um, also, we have our Discord. You guys know that we interact a lot. A lot of times we don't. You guys carry that for us. If you want an invite for that Discord, of course, it's right here pinned on our Twitter feed, like it always is. So there's there's that. You know what I'm saying? There is that. 
why is the flash airing on the cw trending right now i don't know that's totally random sean but yeah i think that's all we need to cover i looked earlier at emails and i didn't see an actual official email just a continued conversation uh in the email section about upgrading to things and gpus and playstation so I think, Chris, you can start the music because I think we're there. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 314, recorded live on twitch.tv, weekly games chat. You can come join us there. Um, But also for your listening pleasure every Wednesday. Uh, Make sure you give us a review wherever you download your podcast so people like yourself can find us. Um, And I always say at this point, game on to Chris and my buddy John. So game on, Chris and John. Game on, John. Game on, Sean. Game on, Chris and Sean. (laughs) That's amazing. I may have gone too fast. We want to time this music up perfect. Chris is rubbing his beard. I don't know. But if he gives me a a motion in a minute that says that, I go. This is tagline time. Peace out, everybody. No? No, I was trying to tell you you had 20 seconds, but, you know, it's all good. 20 seconds? uh, But now I can just go, your mom's box. Thug life. And if it had been perfect, I wouldn't have to do this now. I'm Chris Penwell from ActiveQuest. And I'm Joseph Yaden. We are a video game podcast that takes a deep dive into the news, covering the latest gaming trends and stories pertaining to the industry. We also do our best to cover the most recent games and like to have an ongoing discussion with the audience. You can contact us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow or via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com. Please leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you hear. You can also find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and Google Play. We appreciate you listening, everyone. And now, onto the show.